jazz nigga, why don't you just pull up and keep that same energy, 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 energy. Go to the fucking Wendy's, dope. Before I turn this whole ride upside down, nigga, you talking to the big blood, nigga. Yeah. Hello. Hello. And the random Hello. ass Elmo. Hello. It's a cause, Elmo. It's a art. It's a piece of art. It's a piece of art. It's a piece of art. Jimmy, ain't no stuff. Aminos. 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 Boys. Aminos. All right. Well, it's your boy. <laughs> it's your boy. That's not really your boy, Bob. Big butter, Baffy, the four C Pappy, the doobie rap, the doobie rap, Don Dada. Same energy podcast. You know the name. You know the vibe. You know the gang. The podcast favorite podcast, nasty cameraman. It's not on the check in, but he home team. Purple mm-hmm. label of flares, the purple label of flares, the gang and the label buy our merch. Hold the world, we going mm-hmm. stupid on the merch. Link in bio, get on your Verizon bios. Mm-hmm. Dedicate, dedicating this to all the mm-hmm. new rap queens. What's up? We here. What's popping mm-hmm. with the population? Yo, did you write did you write that? Cause you didn't even wait for the intro to finish before you jump right into the intro. <laughs> Nigga was like, It's your boy who's not really your boy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, son, because you're gonna take 30 nigga, hours to get the, into it. Music didn't even stop yet. The nigga no. was preps and ready. Okay. No, I gave a thumbs up, it was done. <laughs> nah, he was thirsty to spit that. <laughs> yo, you gave a thumbs up, it is. I think that's for son. like the last five intros. I was like, yo, let's get out That's true. Hey, get yo, it. That's I'm what say, about. He had to make sure that I knew that he wasn't trash. He was like, yeah, he was like, I'm gonna go first. Too. Nigga would be like usually you'd be like, okay, who's going first? Who's going second? Nope. Last last episode I was lit. I was like, uh it's your boy. Last, last episode? <laughs> it's your it's your boy. Uh we going? Okay. Who, who go? Who's next? Who it's your boy, Polo Will, purple label of flair. Stephen gonna have to record in the police. bathroom. Huh? You said what? Stephen gonna have to record in the bathroom. <laughs> Me? Yes, yes, definitely. Oh, uh, what happened? You can hear the background? Yeah, so deep. But go ahead. Go ahead. Mute, mute yourself for now. Mute yourself for now. AKA Champagne Got Me Loopy, AKA Anti Social Social Distance Club, AKA All Essential Workers Deserve Hazard Pay. Son. I really wish I knew how to choose technology because we Yo, if you don't get that, that mic off your crusty jersey. <laughs> my fault, my fault, my fault. All right, the, ni- the nigga was scratching his head so the shit leaned right into the dirty. I'm like, God, I want us all to just do better. Mad dandruff on the mic. Did this nigga take his chain out to record? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, I want a new podcast. <laughs> Yo, why y'all play so much, man? Uh, okay. Seth said. He took his hoodie off and then said, all right, let me just let this chain flourish since I'm here. <laughs> Yo, you want to hang low? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if I interrupted your uh, your intro. No, nah, no, nah, you interrupt. Um, I said, I said, well, oh, sorry. It's all good. I take no offense to it. I'm sorry. I just couldn't hear you over Seth's hoodie. 
<laughs> Your turn, sir. All right. Your boy, Seth. Cape guy from Cape Cod, snap out with your flap out, cape out, keep the hate out. She won't make me laugh. It's your boy Cabernet from around the way. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don is blue like Alice. Oh, Cabernet. Don Juan DeMarco, DeMarco. <laughs> Y'all want to hear that? Truth? Don Juan DeMarco, DeMarco. Run that back, Seth. Run that back. <laughs> Please run that down. It's your boy Cabernet from around the way, man. Diamonds blue like Alice Day. Mmm. Oi, Jay. You get too much podcast money. I'm going to come clean. That nigga got the blue diamonds. Okay, okay. Okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, we out here. Uh, New better you do better don't wear uggs and shoe weather um yesterday was single de mayo crazy shit is sile really got a bio you would think that's just a rhyme but that's really the time oh <laughs> sile doing big things real the big things she gonna be somebody queen one day. Might might be somebody queen today. I'm not. Never really know. Callie living. <laughs> Hair growing. Nigga <laughs> shot that balloon down fast. <laughs> I'm not. Not me. Skin glowing. Claim the queen, my brothers. Are you done? Nah, that's all I got. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hi guys, oh, man. it's Sile. I'm eating chips. Yeah, I'm chips are mad good too. I ain't even gonna so guess. Just, and we had homemade guacamole from yesterday. Shit was fire. Wow. You know, Marvel made bought the uh, Casa Azul. So we had a lovely time yesterday. Yeah, Casamigos? Casa Azul and Casamigos. Oh, okay. Um, I've only had Casamigos like once or twice, but they told me it's pretty good. Oh, we love Stefan. I've only had like once or twice, but those times it was pretty good. Oh, Stefan's back. Which one? Casamigos or Casa? Casamigos. Oh, yeah. It's smoother. You don't feel it in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she said. If I have to to say that to a nigga, I'm never saying anything else to him again. So. (laughs) (laughs) So. We are here, episode 37. Mm-hmm. Hey, I went, it's not to, it's, we not even going to get the 50 by two year anniversary at this point. You don't think so? We're doing like one episode every month. So, we're achieving. Keep dreaming. Yep. We released the last podcast episode a little late because uh, coronavirus and a lot of things happened in the last few weeks. So, you know. That is the fact. Niggas got distracted. I don't know what you want me to say about that singing. <laughs> that but, is beautiful and that you felt inspired. You know? Um but so let's do our mental wellness check-in. How's everybody doing? I will start with Seth. I'm gonna call on people today. So Seth, how are you starting? 
Okay. Um, I'm all right. I got a lot of moving parts right now. Like I got a lot of stuff going on. Like a couple of different things I'm trying to do. I'm trying to move. I'm trying to work two jobs and I'm just trying to chill. Ooh. So, but it's a lot going on. But um, I think I'll help him. Yeah, yeah. Overall, I could say I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, like I'll be tired sometimes, but that shit ends. How? You know what I mean, that's about it. You, I didn't know that you were trying to work a second job. Look at you. you I just started this. I just started this week. I just started. You swear you me. Wait, where are you working at? Like, uh, niggas getting laid off during the Rona. You got a second job? <laughs> I hear you, Tommy. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> son, definitely Tommy. Like, what the fuck? Take a laugh nah, and then. Yeah, I got a second job. So, cause I'm trying to move, and then I was doing the math, and I was like shopping for like couches and like beds. That are I are you want. are you trying to deflect on the question of we asked where you work? Does that like gonna be a side chat? Like, oh yeah, yeah, we, we okay. gotta talk about that offline. I was about to say that's all you have to say. Nigga had nigga trying yeah. to do a whole new combo. That nigga got an OnlyFans. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Do you have an OnlyFans? We can put it on the Twitter. Nah, not at all, man. Um, I'm not. I don't, I don't, I don't got no OnlyFans material, which I did. You should do OnlyFans. So, no, she shouldn't. You got the look for it. I got the look. I look like a porn star. Exactly. Yeah. Nah, nah. You don't. You don't gotta be new. Nah. People, people would just pay to look at your face. People pay to like see you smile. Like there's people with like other fetishes that they pay for stuff like that on OnlyFans. I know what you call it. I know people have like a foot fetish or a body part fetish. Right. Right. Um, so, what if somebody just wanted to look at you and just like, "Yo, send me a picture of you. I'll give you five dollars, ten dollars, whatever." whatever only fans cost. I don't know. Damn. Now, now my picture's only worth five cash. This is crazy. I didn't say that. <laughs> don't do that. Five dollars. <laughs> five cash selfies. This is. I'm just saying, like, like to snap somebody a selfie a hundred times a day, and be making three hundred dollars a day or whatever it is. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, that's Seth like, keep looking over his shoulder. It's making me nervous. I feel like they think I'm about to get robbed. <laughs> No. <laughs> Seth recorded from the trap, nigga. <laughs> That's his second job. He's moving weight. Exactly. <laughs> well, he couldn't say it on the podcast. Don't do that. Don't nigga do that. T- Don't nigga do turned that. into Young Jeezy. The fuck? <laughs> yeah, I was listening to some Jeezy earlier, and I was thinking about you when I was listening to Jeezy because I know you love Jeezy. You, you like, know how much I love me some Jeezy. Right. One of the few girls I know who like love Jeezy and like. No music, not just like one day I want like some big accomplishment to happen and like me to have like a celebration and I want two songs to play. I need Moment in Life, Moment in Life with Nicki Minaj and Drake. Oh yeah. You that's know that's my shit. That's my shit. Yeah. I play it every morning. That in high school is that shit. Every time I play high school, I think about you. But also I need Yeez I'm easy. Uh, Jeezy and Keisha Cole daydreaming. Like, the, the, oh, yeah, yeah. That was a good nigga. one. Too. Nigga, that, that one shit too. hit my heart. The yeah, nigga was rapping about his too. life and how he overcame. When he was talking about his mama and how he was like, she 10 years clean and she's still my baby. I was like, damn, she got over the drugs. Mm. I'm so happy for her. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that was a good one, too. Will, mental health check. Your boy is okay. I'm chilling. I'm taking full advantage of the time that has been allotted to me in the wake of all that is going on. Are you guys okay? How you feeling? Is this internet slow? He's just talking slow. 
instruction to the podcast before we started and the one instruction was don't get high y'all i said if you're gonna get high get a little high bring some wine this time because last oh, time hey, i'm good here i'm good and everybody looking teacher's well. pet shut up i, I am yeah. so what right well right and the thing is will tried to like i think will tried to play it off like we weren't gonna figure out that he was high but the nigga eyes is so low right now and he just keeps scratching this one part of his head and I don't know what what's going on. But anyway. It's okay. <laughs> Hopefully you get a little sober by the time we get into the topic. It don't yeah, it don't did. look prom- he, he don't look promising. Anyway, well, I mean, Stefan, mental health check, how are you? Uh I'm good. Met a lot of my work deadlines. It's a lot Thank of stress you. like a week or two. So now, like, yo, they ain't changed no deadlines for me. The work was still the work. Man, I text you about that. I was so tight. Dumb. I was up to like three o'clock in the morning every day working. But uh, I started my my Bonnie Brigade journeys. You feel okay. me? Check the IG, and uh, I'm gonna start drawing again. I just I ordered my my sketching pads and all that stuff today. This, Look at you. This afternoon, yeah, I want to know how to do like realistic drawing and stuff. So I'm gonna try that out. Yo, it's lit. Yeah, I'm gonna try. Yeah, that's lit. That's I lit. stopped. I stopped drawing when I was young and just like never tried again. Stefan so. doing the next. Uh, Stefan doing the next drop of merch for Same Energy Podcast. It's lit. Let's do I'm it. Gonna, I'm gonna have it gooned out. Like, yeah, I seen the tweet because I seen Sarah retweet it and she was like, "Oh, we're friends. Who knew you drew?" And I was and I was thinking the same thing when I seen that tweet. I was like, <laughs> "I didn't know that either." You think you know your frat brother, guys? Your chapter brother. <laughs> right. Hashtag Yo, brother. I, I <laughs> As the great William once said, he's no brother of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get the deflection going right now. Thank you for letting me be on your podcast, Seth. Oh, oh good deflection. Good deflection. deflection. <laughs> deflection. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Learned that from Seth. <laughs> Yo, how, how Bob hit me with a oh that's funny with four people on a Zoom call. <laughs> yeah. Hit him with the, oh you laughing? Yo, yo, you black laughing? dudes love a oh that's funny. <laughs> yo, niggas love that shit. Oh, you laughing? That's a joke. It's never the right. person that was joking though. Be like, oh, never. <laughs> I, could, I could joke on you. Oh, you want to laugh? Okay, right. <laughs> and it's funny because whenever somebody say, "Oh, that's funny," you never expect them to say it to you. You'd be like, "Oh." <laughs> I had to tell somebody today on the phone. I'm like, "Yo, like, don't, don't joke when I'm trying to be serious." Like, nigga was like, well, "What if I'm trying to make you know? What if I'm trying to make?" The situation jokey. I said, I'm gonna make you the joke if you keep playing this shit. And he was like, See, <laughs> he was like, bully. I'm not a bully. That was a rubby mom, bro. Silo, one drop step. I'm a nice person. <laughs> I am a nice person. So, Sayo Dennis Rodney. Yo, I tell you, she gonna make you the joke. You got no comeback for that. Right. What you gonna say to that? Like, you just gotta be like, like okay. You gonna be like, ha ha. What the fuck with that? The nigga said, Why are you always trying to act so hard? I said, Do you think this is an act? That's the cute part. 
Yeah. Don't be a hard rock when you're really a soft gem. I don't think Who they said, said that. I don't, Who said that? Nobody. They didn't put soft in there. It was don't be a hard rock when you really are a gem. You sure? Positive. Positive. Yeah, she's right. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> when life give you bullshit and be raging, it makes sense. So, <laughs> right, like the fuck. Um. Oh, let me do my mental health health check. My mental wellness check. Health check. Whatever. Anyway, I'm fine. Um, my family's getting better. Uh, hey. I'm, I'm getting a little star crazy in Cali, so I am actually coming to New York on a Friday. So, um, pray for me in this journey. This Friday? I'm, I'm, this Friday? This Friday. I'll be home on Friday. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, yo. It's been crazy. Like, it's been it's been a lot. Like, I, I, I had to go take a walk last weekend. I'm like, yo, I can't. Yeah, it's just, it's just too much. And then, like, being here, being away from my family and whatever, and even in New York, you know, we have a yard in New York, so at least I can just try to, even when I want to go outside and work out and shit like that, it could be easier. So, um, I'm a little nervous with a flight. But everybody who's flown or works in air flight has told me it's not that bad. Yeah, so, it's not. Don't um, worry. You got nothing to worry about. So I'm, I'm just here. Um, I'm going to be in New York for like a month. So let's see how hey. it goes. Hey. I'm going to be here to piss up. I, I'll probably do a drive by because Stefan's birthday is coming up, my little baby. I'm looking at the joint that be dancing, be like, the, the girl that be rocking her hip, she'd be like, Oh, I thought you, no, oh, I know what you're talking about. I thought you meant the one that be wilding out on her page, Young Barbecue. Don't be, she be, she she be crying. going the fuck in. I we crying in the house. When she did the Gasolina one and she just started running in place in her house, I was <laughs> screaming. But anyway, um, so somebody asked me a question the other day. and Talk to him. I thought it was a really good question. So we're going to start this off with the icebreaker. And, right. you know, and then we'll get into our our topics for the day but i thought this is a really good question other than the people you've seen obviously you've seen your family whatever um when quarantine is over who's the first person that you're like gonna be excited to hug i thought this was a really good question since i haven't hugged anybody literally in 60 days my roommate's not a hugger so we don't nobody be hugging niggas over oatmeal so it's like i literally haven't hugged anybody in like 60 days so i thought that was a question Y'all looking at me like it's not. Uh, <coughs> Why y'all? Excited, huh? Y'all can just all say me. Words. Uh, yeah, of course you. Yeah. yeah course. Shut up. <laughs> Yo, yeah. look at the deflection. Y'all gang, are annoying. Gang, 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 gang. We out here hugging Sayo. Um, Will look like he's about to look. Will look like he's about to look and be like, "Not you, bitch." So <laughs> he had it in his eyes to be like, "Not you, ho." Naive out for a hug, a hug but um, probably my nephew. Granted, I see him because he lives here, but we've been very diligent to keep this like away from him. Mm-hmm. And then that, like, I haven't touched him because I'm not sure of like what exposure looks like. Yeah, but that once this sense. is all over, like, I would like to like pretend body slam him. No. That's nice. How about you? Who are you waiting to hug? Um, I really can't wait to hug my grandma. Um, she's gonna Reach try. for she the was... handshake, got a hug. 
I can't. She might. She might try to. <laughs> she might try to hug me when I get home. I hate him. She might try to hug me when I get home, just because she forgets that we can't do that. But other than her, um, my god kids, uh, Elon and Sydney, mm-hmm. I can't wait to like hug Ethan and Callie. I missed Ethan's birthday because I was out here. He's three now, so I'm really excited to hug the babies. That's lit. So yeah, all right. So like our topics. Um, let's see. Where are we going to start? I'm in the wrong group chat. Wow. Does anybody have anything they want to talk about before I pull up the topics? Nah, let's do it. Uh, nah, not really. I just go straight into the topics. Oh, um, I can say one thing real fast, yo. So, do y'all fuck with corn? Okay. You see how petty you are? Go ahead. That's a conversation. <laughs> to a, um, to a degree, I don't I don't understand why part of it is isn't digestible and I don't fuck with that. Beyond that, it's like it's cool depending on preparation. <laughs> so who's the real Dr. Sebi? Who's the real Dr. Sebi? He called me Dr. Sebi. I, so I like I like corn, but Seth put up a poll today and I've had this conversation with my roommate too. He said he said is vegetable is corn like one of your favorite vegetables? I had this conversation. So Seth, Stephen, put yourself on mute, please. Please put yourself on mute, Stephen. Please. Go <laughs> The other day, I told him the guy's never seen him eating vegetables. My roommate came home one day when I was on the phone with Pass, mad excited. And he was like, look, I got vegetables. And a nigga pulled out a pack of corn. And I said, that's not vegetables. Yo, this is laugh. I said, that's not a vegetable, my nigga. That's a starch. He's like, what do you mean? I said, corn is not a real vegetable. Like, that's not a vegetable to give you nutrients. Like, that's just another starch. Like, that's a Technically, it could be considered a grain because it's a kernel. And he was like, I don't understand. I said, it's not a vegetable. So then Seth put up on this fucking poll today if corn was one of your top vegetables. And I replied, instead of answering the poll, I said, corn's not a vegetable. And he was like, what is it? Then he sent me a screenshot that literally proved that corn wasn't a vegetable because it said <laughs> corn was a grain. And he was like, see? And then he was like, Google's wrong. And I'm like, you're not reading right. That's what the problem is. But all right, do you want? Can, do you mind? It'll be, I'm, I'm making it short as possible. Do you mind? Go ahead. No, corn ain't a vegetable, dog. But go okay, ahead. Okay, no. So, um, somebody I know they they made um they was cooking because you know everybody be cooking now because everybody's home now, whatever. So they was cooking different things or whatever, and they took a pick. Right? They made gourmet egg rolls. Right? Mm-hmm. Inside the gourmet egg roll was ground beef. Um, peppers, onions, cheese, and uh, corn. Niggas made a pot so when pie. I seen, they made a pot pie. <laughs> so when I seen they, it, I was what, like, "What's not a pot pie? What's the other shit? The shepherd's pie? That's what the fuck they made." <laughs> but in an egg roll, like a, in an egg roll, right? So I was like, "Yo, like that's mad busy for me." And they were like, "What you mean?" I'm like, "Yo, because like in an egg roll, like." standard egg rolls you know what's in them like i would never expect to bite into an egg roll and bite into a piece of corn and i was like yeah and i don't like like 
like chunky foods i like like i would rather like peppered sprayed than like chunks of peppers so what i was explaining to them but then i was like and by the way like corn is trash and she was like no mad people love corn i was like yo not a lot of people love corn we still come up. <laughs> Will is dying right now, and I cannot. Yo, but this this is how the post came. So we were talking about. I was saying corn is trash, and the person was like, "Oh, nah, people fuck with corn." I'm like, "Yo, if there was ten sides at a barbecue, <laughs> corn I'm not would even be laughing over. at you. I'm laughing at fucking Will dying. <laughs> I, I don't even know what he's laughing at, but the way he is cracking up, I can't even breathe. So, First of all. Go ahead, continue. So then I was like, yo, I said if there was 10 sides at a barbecue, there would be corn left over. <laughs> Everybody eats corn last because it's whack. <laughs> right or wrong? I don't agree. I love corn. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Please. Please. No, no, no. I need one to explain because I won't be able to concentrate until he stops. <laughs> Legit have a tear in my eye because Will is laughing so hard, and I do not know why. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, Will is high, and it's yeah, hilarious. Yo, this, is, this is why. Sire, you understood why, my story, though, right? This is why. Yeah. No, this is why I know y'all be trying to vote me off the island because if that was me, if that was me, if I went on that tangent, oh my god. So, I don't know how we got here. Yo, but that no, wasn't a tangent because Sion was saying that you don't want to talk about he anything. He was talking about egg rolls. He was talking about people love corn. Pepper, not the peppers. You got to be flaked. You got to be flaked around the peppers. Like, pepper. like Yo, I, I gonna hold you. It was the pepper shit that set Will off. <laughs> Will started to go down when he started talking about the pepper flakes. <laughs> All right, so all right, so bottom line, if y'all so, if y'all was to eat uh, uh, um, a a roll like that, a spring roll, egg roll, whatever, would y'all expect corn to be in it? No, I already told you that's a shepherd's pie. Niggas don't want niggas made a fucking Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> they made a, a Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> egg roll. She did a he or she did a lot. That was that was aggressive. They made they made a they made a hot pocket. That's what they they did. made a hot. Yeah, that's pie. crazy. That's exactly. Because shepherd's was, pie do be good too. No, I ain't shepherd's got pie is mad good, but it's just like you don't expect it in an egg roll. Like you expect right like, or a spring like roll, these, whatever. What nigga? Anything? Or, any they kind titled of roll. It a gourmet roll. They any, it, titled it a gourmet. Yeah, any kind of roll. I said the same thing. All right, cool. Let's get into it. No, I have, but I have to finish this now because we already started it. I fuck with corn. Right. I will eat corn as a side, but corn like, is not a vegetable. Corn is not a vegetable, guys. You're not getting real nutrients from corn. Corn ain't nothing but grown pasta. Like, that's what that you right. grown pasta. Like, like a, a doctor won't ever tell you, you should eat more corn. <laughs> so when I said that to Stefan, I mean, Seth earlier, he called me Dr. Sebi. And I'm like, I'm trying to help you and your digestive track out, my nigga. Like, you Right, because when I Google corn, it said it's a vegetable. I it did not it say it was a vegetable. <laughs> No, it did not say it was vegetable in this in the thing that you sent me, but it's okay. Yo, besides, anyway. if I bring you to a barbecue, corn will be one of the last things you put on your plate. There's no, mad no. sides before corn. In the food order? Yes, there is. Rank your sides. Mac and cheese. <laughs> um, mac and cheese in the corn round? Like mac and cheese is like a whole meal. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying all of the ones that's way before corn. 
Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Collard greens. Cabbage. You eating cabbage like that before corn? You sound mad judgy. No, like the like j- cabbage from the Jamaican spot, the mixed ones. Okay. That got so. corn in it. No, it don't. <laughs> it does. No, it did. Um, uh, string beans before you corn. String beans, corn. Before you corn? are you're you're a serial killer. Matter of fact, matter of fact, I take our string beans, potato salad. Okay. Potato uh, salad is too risky. Mashed potatoes. I'm not taking. I'm not taking corn before mashed. I'm taking corn before mashed potatoes. You eating I'm corn not. before mashed potatoes? Yeah. Mashed potatoes and gravy? Nah, nah, nah. I don't. Nah, 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 I don't. Nah, nah, nah. I don't like brown gravy. That look, it, brown gravy look like like sewage to me. <laughs> So, he looked very upset that I said that. All right, I'm sorry. No, 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 I'm good. No, no, I'm good. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking about mad other foods that I would eat, like at a baby shower or like a repast. That is way before corn. Nigga went straight to repast. He could have said barbecue, a Friendsgiving. Yo, 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 you're right. Yo, matter of fact, since we're here, and I, I'm going I'm to say this because we're recording. Yo, don't bring no corn to my repast, all right? When my time come, don't bring no corn to my repast. Like I said, we recorded, so let me get this on the record. <laughs> if we, I see corn, I'm getting up and fighting you. We setting up repast <laughs> menus? This how far we've gotten? What, what are you going to so, do? What you going to do? I'm, you know what? Matter of fact, I'm going to bring back. I'm going to bring a cream, cream corn. Corn, <laughs> corn on the cob. Yo, I'm going to bring cream corn. Cream corn. The only corn, corn I like is cob, cream of corn, corn and uh, corn casserole. That, that what you call cornmeal porridge? Corn I'm bringing flakes, corny <laughs> niggas. Hello, the Parmesan corn <laughs> that the Mexicans be selling on fucking on the platform. I'm bringing all the corn. Yo, we're gonna come to my funeral with a supreme box of cornflakes. <laughs> <laughs> niggas gonna be like Siobhan, What 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 should we do? And I'm like, listen, one of the last things he told yeah. me is he wanted a corn buffet when he wanted to go. <laughs> Let me see right. come up with <laughs> that was his dying wish was the corn buffet, y'all. Let's just let's just make it happen. Oh, so yeah, last question. Do you have like bits of corn in your cornbread? Some people make I, it like that. Nah, I, I, really. I, I, I don't uh, like it, right? Really. I've had it where it's worked, but I don't typically like it. Yeah, I've had it right. and I didn't yeah, I hate like it, it but I don't prefer it because it's like cornbread. Like I don't, like I don't know. Right. Like, I, oh, I don't expect yeah. big ch- chunks of banana in my banana bread. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't like that either. I don't like that either. I never seen people do it. I got a quick question. What's the um, question? A quick moral conundrum. What's the moral conundrum? How much money would it take? I know what he's gonna ask. Nah, I ain't, ain't gonna be nothing crazy. No, I didn't think it was gonna be crazy. Uh, how much money would it take? Like, if someone came to you and said, Yo, you could break any bone in your body, and I'll give you any amount of oh, money. No. How much money? Any bone in my body? Any bone. You pick any bone. How much money? I'd break a picky toe for a bill. Seth? Break my pinky toe? Nah, you don't have Damn. to break your pinky toe. You can break whatever you want. Or you don't got to break nothing, but it don't matter nah. what would you break, but how much would it cost? It depends what they're picking. 
you no, are picking. You pick. You're picking the bone. Yeah, you're oh, deciding. Oh yeah. Yes, oh, okay. Cool. cool. Yeah, I'm not doing a pinky toe. I know how my pinky toe feels. I'm like when you banging on something. Nah, I can't have somebody <laughs> breaking my shit. That would be. Nah, I can't even survive what, that banging. What like, else are you gonna break that's gonna hurt as little as a pinky toe? Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe a pinky. Maybe. Can you can you break <laughs> air? Can you break bones in your ear? That's cartilage. That's what I was yeah, thinking. Maybe my yeah. nose. I would, I would even. Nah, no, nah, not nose. your nose. I, 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 and I, then, and then you you start to bruise here when you break your nose, and I don't want to be ugly and hurt. Yeah. You get blood under You said what? <laughs> what did you say? It would take mad bruising for me to get ugly, though. And that's today's episode of Same Energy Podcast. Like, how how long was Yo. that? About fifteen minutes. <laughs> See you guys next that week. Niggas don't want to see you shine, but you said so. All right, so you going with your pinky for how much money though? I told you, ten dollars. I mean, I'm, I'm no, um, Seth, Seth nah. didn't give a price. You you gotta pay my debt to zero, and that amount put in my pocket. You always use that amount, but how much debt do you have, my nigga? Like, don't, like a, overestimate or something. Like, we don't. Know. I said a, I said a billion. This nigga out here talking about debt in in my a pocket. A billion? Um, how much debt do you have? Because I can't imagine. Nah, it's not a lot, but it's just like if you clear somebody's debt to zero and then give them that same amount, that's like a life turnaround in a sense because you're not paying that's any more bills. But so a billion is not going to be enough because that's what I said. Oh no 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 no! Of course, billion can be a billion times more than enough. But I can't even imagine uh, what I would do yeah, if I was rich. I, I, Y'all niggas would not be my I, friend if I was rich. Yeah, that'd be ignorant. I'd be, be cool with a lot of money, but I don't know how much. Maybe fifty thousand, hundred thousand. Beth, how about you? Uh, I broke my index finger for free, so you can break that joint for ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and a monthly metro card. Nigga, the ten dollars in a monthly. Yo. Anyway, Yo, so monthly is quality though. I work in Manhattan. I, I work in Manhattan. Lunch, lunch, a minimum ten cash. Pay my lunch. Thanks. Pay my lunch for the year. I broke both my ankles, and I don't think I could do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I hate every time we talk about this because y'all go straight into the basketball jokes, and I don't. <laughs> you think you think that the basketball makes that funny? No. <laughs> what? Why do y'all laugh? <laughs> it's a bit on its own. I assure you, the fact that you broke both ankles is funny by time. itself. It needs no commentary. Y'all haters. Um, but yeah, no, I broke both my ankles. I don't think I can do that again. Not being able to walk is trash. Yeah, I remember you saying that story. Yeah, and y'all laughed the whole time because y'all hate us. No, we didn't laugh. It's okay. It's all right. I laughed. I laughed. I laughed. I must have said. Y'all can keep laughing. Remember, I'm coming to New York. Me and my mask is pulling up to New York. It's going to be a What kind of mask you got? I got a regular, regular ass mask. It's a regular white mask. And I had some um, NC, the N95 mask from when I moved out here and there was the fires. But I've been thinking about buying some masks. Because I've seen like some good ones on it's crazy that we're we're thinking about like buying designer masks and shit right now because like niggas is in this space. But I did see one that had the Drake the Drake one that said if you're reading this you're too close. However Oh yeah? Mm-hmm. That's fire I, though. Right? It's fine. I thought about buying I it. I, I didn't see that. 
but I just bought this. Um, I just bought this sweatsuit from this uh, this label I like. So it comes with a free mask. So I'm gonna just use that. I don't think it has any words. Okay. On it, but and I got some masks from Target, so I'm about to be lit. How much? How, how much, much would y'all pay for a mask? Like how how expensive is a mask for y'all? I can't even ask Will. Will look like he'll drop a hundred on a Supreme mask. So I'm not even. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't pay for a mask. You would have paid for it. I wouldn't pay for why, a mask. Why not? Because my masks are free. Why are your masks free? I had. I always had masks. You know what I'm saying? How much would you pay for a designer mask? He used to rock people, so he already, he already had them on deck. I, I, wouldn't, like, I wouldn't buy a designer mask. So you have regular regular masks or designer mask already, you say? No, I'm saying I wouldn't buy a designer mask because that doesn't make sense to me since I already have regular masks. So you, others I'm asking, the masks that you have are regular. They're not like yeah. designer ones that you bought from Supreme before just because... <laughs> nah. Where did you just get a bunch of regular masks from? I've just always had masks in my house. Masks, gloves, What kind of masks? Wipes. I have several. Oh. <laughs> Was you prepared for Oh, so for he's the- saying he's had plain masks his whole life, so having yeah. plain masks your whole life, you're not going to pay for a design one. Gotcha. My, my follow-up question was, why did he have the mask? Like, was he prepared for the Cora Cora that we wasn't ready for? Those are the ones I have. Why does this nigga is showing us bad masks, y'all? <laughs> And I don't understand why he's always had them. Yeah, I'm saying crazy mask though. I'm I'm not American, but I grew up West Indian because of my stepdad. And you know West Indians are hoarders. So we've like always had this shit. That is also mm-hmm. a fact. That is also a fact. Stefan, how much you paying for a, a designer mask? Uh I'm only paying if my man's made it, so I give it like a 40, 50, if my friend did it. You, if it's not, you wouldn't not buy a it. Nike designer mask? A Nike mask? Nah. Rather? I'm only, nah. I'm only buying a mask if my man's made it. If my friend, I know the person. If not, I'm going to just wear a regular mask that I got. So you wouldn't buy a Fire Zara mask? And I got that for like three, two or three dollars. Like I got a tax of them. Oh, you frozen, Stefan. Seth, what's your mask? Um... Yeah, I got the regular paper joint. We'll just post it. Um, but would I pay for a mask? Um, you would. You absolutely would. You was about to pay. I think I would. You was about to pay for this Drake one. I just told you about. You didn't even see it. Oh, you back that? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would pay for that one. Nigga didn't even know the price. He like, yeah, I'm gonna pay for it. Cause check this out. I think with this whole COVID thing, and there's not going to be a vaccine for a long time. I think they're gonna imp- like. Put in um, like regulations to say that people got to wear masks everywhere and anywhere. And that's how that's how it is in Cali right now. You can't right. go, you can't but, enter any stores in Cali without a mask on. No, but they, but to the point where like you'll get a ticket if you don't got a mask on in public. I think it'll be like that in a couple months. Yeah, so that's how it that's is. The case, right? No, but that, it's not like, oh, the cops will arrest you if you don't got a mask on. I think it'll be like serious like that in a couple months. So if that's the case, when I'm out and I'm outside and if they open up outside, but you got to wear a mask, I want a swaggy mask. I don't want to be in the fucking bar hanging with my hobies with a whack mask. How you like, going to be in the bar with a mask? Why are you hanging with your homies in the bar? I'm just saying, like, I think eventually down the line, it'll be like that. Like, to get in, to get in a bar, you got to wear a mask. 
But then how are you going to be in the bar with the mask? You got to take the mask. No, but I'm saying like you pull it down, you pull it down when you drink, and then when you're done drinking, you got to put it back. I think it'll be like that in a couple of months. Don't you think that defeats the purpose, though? <laughs> Yo, Will is dying. <laughs> Wouldn't that defeat the purpose to wear the mask and you have to take it off to eat and drink? Why does no, it have to be at a bar? Why couldn't it be like in the supermarket? It could be or anywhere. No, because what I'm saying is when you have a mask on, like socializing conversation, they're going to tell you to keep your mask on. But if you want to take a drink, put your mask down, put it back. That's it. I think it'll but be what, like that in a couple months. But wouldn't that defeat the purpose of wearing the mask in the first place? Not really, because you're not talking. I'm just taking a sip, and then I'm putting a mask on. I'm not having a full conversation without a mask. Imagine you go take a sip and you cough. Now what? <laughs> so to go take a sip. So assuming what nigga say? <laughs> what happened now? Not, not, so not, not, not the nose. So assumingly, by your by your understanding of how this will potentially work, you will. Use your hands to open a door to a bar and then go sit at said bar and put your hands down and then get a cup that a bartender hands you and you're going to drink from that cup with one hand and also pull your mask down with the other hand repeatedly until you finish that cup and leave to touch the door again or get another one. And this is the same as not talking. Yo, you did a lot just now. <laughs> Yo, what is wrong with y'all? What's the real shit? You did a lot just now. You got touch. Come on, son. I'm just, said you did I'm a just lot. saying, like... Honestly, he didn't. He literally just... He... he <laughs> I don't even know how to say it. Nigga said you did a lot. <laughs> if we was in the studio, Seth would afford him. <laughs> nah, I just be like, yo, why'd you do that? Yeah, you walk me through the door in the bar. Why'd you do that? The bottle, put the bottle back. Yeah, like, I'm like, damn. But that's, that's the process. That's the process. Say, that's yo, why'd you do that? Okay, I, I guess, but I'm just saying, like, I think it'll be like that once now. And maybe okay. they might require uh, gloves too, but I know for sure masks. I don't know about gloves. But maybe they do. I don't know. I don't know what they, honestly, I'm. this is about all uncertain so i don't even know what they're gonna require i just be taking this shit step by step and i'll be right. i'll be masked and gloved and lysol sprayed up and niggas I'm, that video of naomi campbell when she was cleaning the the um the plane before all this happened with the dental wipes that's gonna be me on friday i'm gonna be rubbing <laughs> everything i'm gonna be like i'm gonna have 17 pairs of gloves in my bag and i have to have a change of clothes for when i get into like after I'm renting a car, so I have to have a change of clothes when I change into the get into the car because it can stay on surfaces. So change of clothes, put that in the bag, and then I have to have a change of clothes when I get in the house. So that way I don't bring the into the house on my clothes. Yeah, somebody was telling me they clean their mask and they spray it with Lysol. I said, dude, you're bugging. He niggas don't know niggas don't know how to handle this. So they're doing all the yeah. they they just out here. Spraying, they now they inhaling Lysol like a yeah, crackhead. inhaling those chemicals. You're crazy. The friends are cracking now. Just so you, just so you know. I've seen the video of the baby with a mask on eating a eating fries with his bare hands. I was like, yo, wow. You muted yourself. You muted yourself. You muted yourself. I saw, I saw a video of the baby with a mask on, but with his bare hands. I'm like, yo, fam, you went and grabbed the food with your bare hands out the spot. Came and sat down in your car, and you pulled your mask down. You think you're protecting yourself because you got a mask on. Okay. 
Like, people just, nobody makes sense in this. Like, my roommate be like, you think you're safe because you're going outside? And I'm like, but I have a mask and gloves. And he's like, I stay inside. And I'm like, first of all, you go, he goes to Whole Foods without a mask. And I'm like, that's not Whole Foods? That's crazy. <laughs> now, now they're regulated masks. He's like, damn, they made me go get it. They told me I couldn't come in without a mask. I said, yeah, because yeah. it's a safety regulation. You thought I was being overzealous, my nigga. Like, I'm trying to save us. But it's just a lot. It's a lot. And, you know, it's been very weird. Um, this whole quarantine has changed a lot of things. It's been very weird as somebody who is single to be in this quarantine because uh, niggas is bored, so all they want to do is talk. But how do you really date in quarantine? Like, I know people. I know people that are actually still going on dates and that are like, how? Where? They're, they're like they're going on dates in like the park, or they'll like go on like Target shopping dates, or they'll like go on hike dates together outside. Or people telling me they still linking up to fuck. I'm like, y'all niggas is fucking in the quarantine. <laughs> wait, wait. What's a Target date link up? Does that mean that I invite you to come meet to Target and I buy your stuff, or we just walking together? I don't know because any nigga that invite me to Target on a date obviously is paying my bills. <laughs> so. I don't like, and they were like, he got a bell right there. Men, right. Men I, I, I'll take you to Roof Chris before I take you to Target. Son, because you know, I'm, yes. I'm, throwing it, I'm throwing that shit in the bag. I'm going to get new pillows, new sheets, <laughs> it's, towels, yeah. redecorating yeah, the whole, redecorating the whole bathroom. But like, apparently, Target dates are y'all shopping for Target, do Target together for your household. I don't. I don't see the appeal in that, but I heard somebody talk about it. Well, uh, Target itself is mad fun, so I guess, like, I, I've I love Target. Wanted, I've always wanted to, like, go on a date to Target, and it's a place can, that you can, like, not gather, but you would be anyway, so to do it with someone, it makes sense. And you learn a lot about a person from Target. You see what they like, what they what their preferences oh, that's a are. Fact. So, like, and I how can, they shop if they overspend. Yeah, like, I can see why it, but as a first date, I can't see that. Right. Like, but this is also non-traditional times. That's true. Right. Like, I know that people have been doing like Zoom dates where they're like go on a date with somebody and they'll send them like wine and a meal. That's what yeah, I, I want to do. A, um, I think that's a dope. I think that's crazy. No, that's with, very cute. Like, I, just order some food and do like the Netflix party screen. And then my one of my coworkers, he um he did it so that way he did another extension so you can watch Netflix and YouTube together and you still have your video and chat open so like you can still see each other. Oh, that's fire! Yeah, yeah. so I sent y'all the extension. That's yeah, fire. Um, but it's mad cool. I will say though, before all this happened, one time I met up with somebody like we were. It wasn't a date, but we met up to like just to hang out because we were both uh-huh. like home in the middle of the day and he was in the city and he lived in Queens. Can you put us on mute, my nigga, please? Please. Who, me? Yes, you nigga. You fucking out here acting like Bob the Builder. <laughs> Damn, all that? Damn, I'm for all right. Nigga, all I hear is this. That's all I hear. <laughs> he gonna tell you you're doing a lot. Listen, I'm trying to be... I'm, I was trying to, like, ignore it, but the nigga don't sit still during recording, so I can't. I couldn't. Um... I will say though, one of the like the best times I had when like meeting up with somebody for the first time on some chill shit was we went on a date, not a date, but I kind of we linked up and we went to Sephora. He was like, "Yo, I need to pick up some cologne from Sephora." We were just in the city chilling, and he was like, "We went in there and 
like we went and smelled cologne on him and like it was just fun and then he was like yo you're the first girl who has never picked up anything in sephora and asked me to buy something i was like how many bitches you be taking Sephora? like what's the and he was like see you see how you turned the whole you changed the whole fucking <laughs> not not a day's ruin so right so i can see how things like that would be fun i just wouldn't call it a date but it is very uh, but i don't think i would i don't think i would have sex during quarantine like it's especially if it's if the person's not my partner like if it's a new person or something like that's how mad risky that's fair that's very fair because i don't even know how you move on a regular basis so i don't even know if you you being out here unmasked up Ungloved up, you a new nigga. Unmasked. Oh, that's very fair. But then the argument was to be made that if you care that much, then what? Uh, like, are you halting all other activities with this person? Like, it doesn't make sense to draw the line at only sex when you can yeah, transmit it well before that. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm talking about people who are just like linking up with people to have sex. <laughs> right in a pandemic. Like, like come through. Like come in a pandemic. How do you have sex? How do you have sex safely during quarantine? Dangerously horny. Yeah, I mean, like this. <laughs> Don't rush. Don't rush. <laughs> Niggas gonna be acting like ET phone home. <laughs> yo, yo, sorry, I ain't gonna lie. If I ever walk in a Sephora and I caught you in there on a date, my God, I would lose it. <laughs> Why? I would be in tears. Like, why? Oh, what's up? Because then you would give me the, oh, this is the, I'd be like, oh, okay. All right. Yo, okay. one, of my, one of my worst fears is, is going on a date and seeing somebody that I don't see. I'm one of my friends. That's somebody I know. Seeing a friend. Because y'all are not going to know how to act. Like, not going to know how to act. And I, I wouldn't know what to do. I'm enjoying y'all. Big fact. Full blown embarrassment mode. What's up? I, that's going? why when I lived in Harlem, I used to take it was a like a running joke because I used to take all my first dates to 67 Orange in Harlem because they had like that, that spot was fire. Because it was so. It, first of all, the spot is fire. The food is great. The drinks are great. But they have these big ass thick red velvet curtains, so you couldn't even see inside. And when people used to come in and peek to see if it was crowded. But I used to bring my dates downstairs so niggas wouldn't be, even on the peaking tip, nobody would see that you were there unless they went downstairs. It was, yeah, that's smart because I've been there like twice, maybe three times, and I've never been downstairs. <laughs> see? I would, they'd be like, you want to sit up here? I'd be like, mm, can we go downstairs? It's a little bit quieter. And, yeah, but I and just then, didn't and go there often because they drinks mad expensive. They, be, they drinks me like 18 cash. Son, delicious. Niggas used to hate me. They'd be like, is it your first time here? And I'd be like, yeah. Uh, I, I've heard some good things about it. She would come in. The waitress would come over and be like, what you want? I'd be like, let me get the Brussels sprouts with the lobster mac and cheese and the bent over, please. Thank you. <laughs> He'd be like, I'd be like, I looked at the menu before we got here. I've been waiting. Yo, you know? you'd be trying to be low in a spot on a date and the bartender be like, hey, my usual, what's up? You'd be like, damn. Son, what, one of my homeboys said that basically the bartender or the waitress is going to write and tell all about me. Because it was like a point where I was like dating heavily. And I would literally take all my first dates there. If they, if they didn't have a suggestion for me, that was my suggestion. You want to be lazy? We're going to go there now. You should have thought of something right, yourself, nigga. Right. 
that spot was fire though. Them drinks was a little expensive, but that spot was fire. Yeah, that those drinks was, was like seventeen fire. to eighteen dollars in there. The joints was hitting. You but them drinks, the drinks was delicious though. No, no, it was well made. Like it was OD. It was a top. Yeah, they top only quality. hired. They only hired mixologists. We used to be drunk as fuck in there. But yeah, I would. I so I really enjoyed the Sephora link up. Also because I think something's. I love when a nigga wears cologne. So, like helping him pick out a cologne was mad fun because now I get I'm like, all right, I hope you pick this. But also, he looks extra good now because he don't put all this extra cologne on. Nigga smelled mad good, and it was just a great thing. What's your go-to cologne though? Like, what you if a dude pull up like so so. If the nigga got money or he's not a cheap nigga, the Creed Adventures. The nigga got on the Creed Adventures. Okay, talk about it. Let's get spicy. I love a nigga the Creed Adventures. However, the hood rat in me will never die. And a nigga that wear that YSL the YSL, as soon as the nigga pull up with the YSL, I be like, Hi, I'm Siobhan. It's nice to meet you. Random, 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 same energy podcast, fun fact. Years ago, Sile gave, oh. gave me a sample cologne kit with mad different like samples of uh, cologne. You remember you, you gave mm-hmm. that to me? You remember when that was? I don't remember what year. Okay. So, right. so but it was years ago. That, that's the I think that was like Chase U days. So that was yeah. like 2013. So, yeah, seven years, fun fact, seven years ago, Sile gave me a sample cologne kit with, like, every different, like, popping cologne in it, like the little two-ounce bottle. And that was the first time I had YSL La Home, and after I had that sample, that was the first one I bought with mm-hmm. that coupon. It came with a book of coupons. So, Same as your podcast, fun fact, whoever's listening, hit me up. Got something for you. I can't. Go ahead. The cheat code for y'all, if y'all want to get some, if you don't know what to get somebody as a gift, but you want them to be like, get them a gift. Sephora has those cologne samples. Thank you. Oh, Sephora has it? I I didn't know where you got it from. No, I would say, I was looking at you to mute yourself, but it's okay. (laughs) Sephora got those cologne samples, and then you buy the cologne samples so they can pick which one they like based on their body, and then they get a a coupon for a full-size one. At Sephora, so they just go to Sephora and get the full size one. So that's the cheat code. But, um, but yeah, so that date was just cute because there's just a bunch of like little shit that people do that is like non-sexual that's is mad sexy, and cologne is one of those things to me. So that's why, like, even so, the person who remember I told you I got like a favorite joint and we be on and off and like whatever that was my fa- it's my favorite joint. The same that was the date. And now he's okay. my favorite. That's a fire date, though. That's it, a good. It was. We just had mad fun, and he he actually met one of my friends. Like she, me and her were supposed to be going to the movies, so he met up with us after. I mean, she met up with us after, but he was like, he was like, no, I'm not leaving. So guess I'm meeting your friend. And I was like, wait, what? He was like, I'm not going. Meet your friend. And then nah. we all were, we were all chilling, and I was like, okay, well, I gotta go now. And he was like, all right, I guess. But we all friends now. I was like, oh. yeah, you gotta have some extreme confidence to say that. I know he he did though. I'm saying with, that in two seconds. With with, with reason. 
<laughs> Yo, I'm meeting your friend now. What? I love shit like that. I love an aggressive nigga. I love an assertive nigga. So that was regular to me. But so my question is now, what are some non-sexual things that people do that turn you on? Like that, what obviously for me would be mad for theology. But um, some non-sexual things, the opposite sex does that turns you on. Were you picking people, or are we just sporadically just? I will pick people. Will I'm going to pick you first because you scratched your head, but I know you have an answer to this. I thought he was braiding his hair. I don't know what he's doing with his hair, y'all. Oh, um, shopping, dressing, talking shit in a competitive manner. So wait, wait, women shopping turns you on? Not women shopping, but if someone I'm into to see them. Shopping, I think the shopping experience, especially for clothes, on the caliber like that I'm into it, is very revealing. You get to see how selective a person is, what they look for, their definition of quality, how they see themselves even. like It, it can be a very cathartic process if you allow it to be, and I'm a person that allows it to be. So in that, some women shopping, the women that I'm into, them shopping, yeah, it turns me on. Okay. Some I don't Levi, like you said that. Some Levi's do it for you. I, the way you said it, pick, don't, go ahead, Stephen. Otherwise, say she pick up some denim and it got you. Nah, it don't even be just to pick up the denim. Like, it's the swagger that comes along with picking up the denim and knowing exactly where you're gonna wear it and when you're gonna kill it. Like, their body just be different. It, it slaps. Ooh. And in that, yeah, there's something non-sexual that turns me Ooh. on. I was like. I didn't like the way you said it. You said it bad. The first time you said it, you said it mad, like, low, like you were trying to say it's sexy, and I didn't like that, so. Nah, not at all. Very midnight soulish. So, so shopping, shopping, dressing, what else did you say? Um, talking shit in a competitive manner. Uh, yes, I do enjoy that. And rapping. Like, not, not I don't want no girl with a mixtape, but, like, if I'm in, like, we're in this <laughs> I couldn't even hold. I tried to hold her laughing, but step in like, yeah, no. I'm not here for. I'm not here for. Will said for the. All you, all you ladies that are listening right now, Will said send him your SoundCloud link. That's not. That's not what I'm into. I'm just me. Like, if you're in a party with your joint and the rap song up now comes on and they can rap it word for word type thing. Something like okay. you don't typically express expect of the dressed up, dolled up girl. Okay, so that's cool. I was really thought you went like a bitch with a mixtape, but I was like, wow, we <laughs> launched you to Brooklyn. Niggas <laughs> is so Brooklyn out here. I don't yeah, even know. That's mad funny. I know mad people who tried to rap or used to rap. I don't know no girls who tried to rap or used to rap. Like personally, I know mad girls that tried to rap. I know one of my homegirls. Oh, really? One of my homegirls in high school is a rapper. I was actually in her music video. Taya would be in a music video. <laughs> I believe it. Seth, was in a music video? Yes, we was in, I forgot what the teen club on Webster Ave used to be called in the Bronx. Oh my God, I know what you're talking about. I've been in, the, I used to be in there. Yo, it's like one, it's like one level and it's by, it's by your, it's by your crib, actually. The, it used to be. Distance. I used to walk, I used to walk to that joint. It's walking distance. Yes, it's literally walking distance from your crib right now. And that's, she rented it out for a music video and I was in there and we were pretending like we were in the club. So niggas was 16. 
Yo, Bob, I take it back. I came at you earlier and said you wasn't my brother because I didn't know about you drawing. Yo, she was in a whole music video. <laughs> I was 16. <laughs> I was 16. No, we were pretending we were in the club and I was like an extra. I was just dancing like regular. Anyway, Seth, what are some non-sexual things that turn you on? Um, women who are knowledgeable about sports. Okay. And women who are knowledgeable about like Wait, sports when you, and like when you say knowledgeable about sports, you mean like they need they know stats and like can argue you down about stats or like know like the game and actually enjoy the game. Like know the game and it's just like, oh, why was that three points and not two points? Not like that. You know what I mean? Like okay. I don't I don't want that. I want like yo, like yo, you remember twenty seventeen NBA finals? Yo, that was a good like real like no sports, like not just like headlines and like Oh, I know what LeBron James is like. That's it. <laughs> I know what LeBron James looks like. Yeah. That's, okay. Sports and um, I would say has a presence. <laughs> you said what? In the post? Like, <laughs> like in the post? <laughs> what do you know that nigga like took about Chris Webber. <laughs> <laughs> he just described Chris Webber. He just described Chris Webber. <laughs> yeah, I'm not dealing with y'all no more, yo. <laughs> I wanted to have a, a post presence. Like, you want her to call it? Like, yo, right here? Not right here? No. I'm hot. Go ahead. Go ahead, Seth. I'm not laughing at you. I'm sorry. Nah, like, like a, um, I said no about sports and, um, I don't know, I'm not thinking another thing. I guess presence would be more personality. Something more like physical, you mean? Anything. Anything that's non-sexual. Did Will just pass out? <laughs> Will, are you okay? Will is fed up with Seth. <laughs> I'm like, should I call the ambulance? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I just know one, though. And oh, it has jokes like who could cut ass. There you go. We're gonna circle back to you because I need you to really think on that. We're gonna circle back to you, Stefan. What's your non-sexual thing that turn you on? Thank oh, you, you Seth. It. Seth learned that he can reach for the chips and then he has to turn the meat. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have it. You gotta have it. Yo, <laughs> Nick, I'm starting to pick up the bag of chips. He was like, "Sample, yo, I, I can see it in his face." Go ahead, Stefan. I'm sorry. You got to have the ignorant jokes. Okay. For all the ignorant jokes. Okay. But, but it got to be funny, though. Like, not just... You just not just, just, not just ignorant for no reason. The jokes we put in the chat, like, it'd be ignorant, but it'd be legit funny. Um, You got to... I'm a wing connoisseur, so we having them wings on deck all the time. We're eating. Not we eating wings. We eating wings, bro. All the time. And let me see. And music. I'm, I, I love a good smack battle. I'm watching Mads smack battles. I'm on YouTube every day. Let the YouTube live with me. We watching that random stuff. Okay. Seth, um, did you? Is Seth you ready? No, nah, I'm gonna just go. I'm gonna give him some more time. 
so mine are it sounds very random i posted this the other day but when a nigga says that he'll pick you up from the airport that's mad sexy one because that's a you good know, one especially if you have the late plane plane flight son, at a random hour that's elite it's elite but also something about something about that is just very like it seems like it's like yo i got you i'm gonna take care of you and then also i in that i also love to see niggas drive like niggas who know how to like drive and are confident they're driving is mad sexy to me like i was talking to one nigga and he didn't know how to drive and he was like he looked like he was scared and i'm like i wanted to tell him to pull over and like give me the keys like it was i don't like shit like that so a nigga a nigga who can confidently drive i love shit like that um cologne obviously we talked about the cologne part um nigga who what a nigga you're holding a nigga's hand and he kisses it or like he like he kisses it or rubs your hand that shit is mad sexy I mean, you want shakespeare in the park shut the fuck up that's not shakespeare in the park <laughs> asshole that's mad regular but no some niggas don't do that some niggas just no, hold no, no, that's regular. i'm just talking about him saying it's shakespeare in the park oh no i don't do that so it's shakespeare in the park you said so y'all don't be kissing y'all joints hand while y'all hold up see no Mm-mm. Yeah, I'll be, sla- I'll be slap boxing. Okay, so um, I still do that. I must say I still do that too, but this is what I talk about that. Um, watching a man cook, mad sexy when a nigga cook, and he actually knows how to cook. Not he just, you know what you call it. Um, a nigga who can teach me without actually like making me feel dumb and joking on him, like joking on me. Cause you know niggas got mad jokes. Like I still want my nigga to be jokey, but when I'm serious, um, yeah. When I'm serious, I want you to actually teach me. Teaching is difficult. Like to be able to teach somebody is difficult. Yeah, but the thing is, it's not even like a full teach. Like if you're trying to make me learn something, like don't make me feel dumb about it. Because obviously, I don't know. And I'm like asking you for a reason. Um, yeah, no, I'm saying it's difficult in that, in the sense of like, yo, I'm trying to convey something to you in a way that you understand and you learn, and like it makes you feel comfortable. Yeah, it's it's not easy. It's not. It's not. I, so it, that's it is in a relationship. Not always, because some people, some people, it's hard for them to be vulnerable, and if your partner doesn't understand that you're, oh, how hard it is to be vulnerable, then they may not realize that this is you being vulnerable, and they'll take that for granted. Then I don't really think I, I, we could talk about it later, but I think that becomes a conversation of the distinction between teaching them something and changing them. Why? Oh, I guess we could talk about that. Yeah, because I don't. Yeah, because they could go so many places. Yeah. Anyway, um, so um, someone in a suit that actually fits, like a tailored suit, that's sexy. Um, niggas playing in my hair, always sexy. Um, fresh shape up because I'm a bird. Uh, so niggas is out here doing bad and I like, I do enjoy niggas with dimples and niggas that can sing, but <laughs> those are, this is about yeah. to be make, it's about to be making a band inside your DMs now. No, do not pull up my DM trying to sing, please. But I do like a nigga. Remember when Diddy made niggas sing for the bag? <laughs> yeah. I'm about to, we got to post that the battle. My niggas was battling. Yes. Niggas have 50 niggas in a room battling. I cannot. Yeah, Seth, that's how your mention's gonna look. Shut up. Seth, did you think of anything <laughs> else? Yeah, I thought about it. Um, 
I like women who like ratchet music. Yes, sir. I'm a savage. Oh, gangsta, classy, boozy, ratchet. <laughs> uh, who could sing Trina Baddest Bits? That's one of my. Not me. I like that. Not me. Nah, she ain't uh, official. If she can't, if she don't know Trina versus the man, then. Yeah, that's true. And well, is everything okay? Nigga, did you just yeah, drink a mad? I feel great. I feel amazing. They like. Nigga, ain't you tired? I'm like, hell no, I feel great. So, um, for the listeners, just an FYI, um, Will just took a shot of Mad Dog 2020 to the head, so we don't know what's about to happen on the Mad Dog? <laughs> Yo, why are you drinking Mad Dog? Will chugging Georgie vodka right now. Why would I be drinking Mad Dog or Georgie? <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what we're actually doing. That's what we're concerned about. Nigga put oh, up the jack. jack. Hey. He put the Jack Daniels bottle up to like an influencer. And like I said, here's what I'm using. Right. This is my product. Just a little bit. Not too much. Yeah. Um, it didn't yeah. feel like a rosé episode for me. So, yeah. But this is also why, like, I need to spend time with people. It's it, Anybody can talk a good game. I usually... You get really attracted to the person when their personality is good. But a lot of their manner, mannerisms will turn me off at the same time. Like... I don't like niggas who chew with their mouth open or make sounds when they chew. Yeah, um, what's some of y'all like more obscure turnoffs that you would tell your friends and they're like, yo, you're crazy for breaking up with XYZ for that? See, I was one of them. Chewing. Chewing? Wow. You chew loud. And I think I that's an understandable. I think that's a general like social etiquette kind of thing. But wait, with that same person, with that, the nigga breathed really loud as well. And I didn't like that. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yuckies. Like, my he was home, just, it was just loud. Like, I just my homegirl like boyfriend hit us with the hard L on the first intro, so I know she was upset about that. Oh, I remember that, because we <laughs> talked about it. <laughs> Niggas running back up at your birthday party. It's a surprise <laughs> birthday party that year. I bring it up every, every like, two months, I bring it up. So she be ready to slap you every time, too. Every time. And yep, then... And then y'all were talking about that poor man's uh, scammer line and his, his, what you call it? Nigga said it looked like a boomerang instead of a scammer No, line. leave me alone. No, leave me alone. <laughs> you said it. Y'all said it. You didn't, said it. <laughs> he didn't do it. He didn't deserve that. <laughs> what about you, Seth? What's one of your more obscure turnoffs? It was like, what? Like some shit that, some shit that don't make sense to nobody else. But to you, it's like really a deal breaker. Hmm. Um, a deal breaker? Uh, not a deal breaker, but like a thing. It's a thing for you. A thing that bothers me about a person. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. I can't say a deal breaker, but but, but um, grammatical errors and typos. I just can't deal with them. <laughs> you, you bougie bitch. <laughs> 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 you, you just, uh, I, I'm sick of you. I'm so sick. He went. He went full I'm reading so rainbow on him. I'm so sick of him. I just feel like at our age, we're supposed to be old enough to know the difference between your and your two, two there, there. Like that's basic. That's valid. Okay. That's basic. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, bathroom use. Like some people grew up where they they don't close the doors so when they use the bathroom in their own personal crib. I hate it. I hate it. 
That they don't close the door. Yo, he really took that personally. Like that's I hate it. That's really valid though. Like I hate when people don't close the bathroom. Like I hate it to a core. That's OD valid though. Because I was never raised like that, so I don't understand it. And people be like, I'm free in my own crib. I'm gonna do it. I get it. But every time I hear a story like that, I'd be like, Yo, I hate it. Um, I can't picture it. I don't like people who who put their toilet paper under, not over. Yeah. Okay. The toilet paper. Yeah, goes by. I'm I'm under. What are you so, under? I'm, you're I'm under. Over. I'm a under. I'm, I'm a over. Wow. Over. I'm over. You you are a serial killer. No, well, because wow. all right. So in my defense, how under makes sense to me is if you need to wrap right, and you can pull, and then wrap and pull and wrap and detach cleanly. Versus if it's under, you need some type of pressure on the top side to get that same clean rip. Am I crazy? <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, yeah, I mean, you well. Everybody's well. different. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm under. First of all, I'm not wasting a paper towel. And, I mean, toilet paper and wrapping it around that much. Like, niggas out here sound like they out here dressing a wound. Like, what are you doing? Nah, you know? I, I wipe to wipe. We'll be in the bathroom, hands wrapped like Bruce Lee. <laughs> Mika said, "You said you wipe to wipe, wipe to wipe. That's what everybody does, no? You said you like I was wilding for trying to be clean. Because the thing is, even if you have a large bunch on your hands, hey, it's clean. What's up? What? You, you, well, you said something. Well, weird. you said something. We're talking to you, well. But." You look at your phone and said something like, hey, it's lit or something like that. Yeah, I wasn't, if, yeah, wasn't talking to y'all. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, excuse me. Come on. Nah, so, nah. so, I'm sorry that we're all talking to each other because it's not a podcast. <laughs> no, nah, I was talking to myself. Like, nigga said you looked at your phone and said it's lit. Yeah, it's something like, I, oh, it's lit. I didn't even notice that you looked at your phone. I just heard A is lit. you doing way too much knife snapping right now, okay, boy. I ain't even come at you. <laughs> I'm saying, Yo, you, you, you talk, no, you talking to exclamation points, my nigga. That's what... You, you're talking the, to exclamation the points. Don't fucking bother me, okay? Don't fucking bother Yo, well, what's, ha- what's happening? Yo, Seth be, Seth be giving us a tour of his crib every single fucking podcast. <laughs> yo, it'd be an accident. It'd be an accident. My fault, my fault, my fault. He'd be like, you know? yo, he'd be like, here's the room. Here's my ceiling. Here's the kitchen. Welcome to my crib. Um, I don't like this is. I don't think this is something that everybody would look at me crazy for. But I don't like niggas who complain all the time. Oh yeah, actually, I hate complainers. Oh, actually, no, I do have something. Niggas who I don't like when men think that they can like mansplain or they know the answers everything. Like as if you liking something is like they know the better answer for it. Like yo. I'm like, oh, I like I like simply lemonade or I like simply lime. They be like, you gotta try the strawberry mango. I be like, I don't like that one. They be like, no, but that's the fire one. That's the one you gotta try. Nigga, I don't like that one. I don't like it. I'm telling you, I don't like it. Like, and niggas do it a lot to women. It's actually like very prevalent. Like, if I'm like, oh, I don't do all inclusive when I go to certain places because, like, I don't. I just like being able to go to like the local restaurants because they end up being cheaper and you get more authentic food or whatever. And somebody was like, and I remember this guy was like, "Yo, he was like, you don't know that doesn't make sense because when you have access to it, he was like, you should always do all inclusive. Like if you really travel." And I was like, if 
I really travel. You just, you just call me. You just call me a basic. Well, bitch. well I, had a whole, wow. I had a whole spiel gathered for like the defense of some of the men who fall into the categories of not committing in the way you're talking about. That guy in particular that you're talking about, he's just a dick. So I'm excluding him. But to everybody else, like this, some of the things you're saying, there has to there there should be at some point a conversation of like it's very hard for us to read women's language that clearly. So it'll be like you just said that and you don't want men that assertive, but you also said today you love assertive. No, and but granted, this, that's, not, a, that's not assertive. There's that's not assertive. No, I, that's a, I mean, that seems like a I know just, it all. Yeah, and granted, there's a huge difference, but some men grow up with behavior so consistently that, like, it's normal. So, yeah. like, they might not realize that it's a certain... It, they might not realize to you it's know-it-all because they, they lash joint. But fight. I tell them. And at that point, then they got to wear that. <laughs> because you're emotionally intelligent and you communicate, but not like every this. woman is the same. That's true. I was watching Married at First Sight, and I had to apologize to my, my homeboys because I was... Stuff is under a blanket. We about to lose them. Uh, I had to no, apo- I'm to you. I had to apologize to, to my homeboys. I was like, wow, women are annoying. Yeah, it's fine. Though. What what made you what made you want get get to this point? It was just this. it was just the way that they were talking about the guys. It was like one like one girl was like she's like I just want to kiss my husband. I just want to kiss my husband. I just want to kiss my husband. Can we kiss again? And the nigga was like, <laughs> like he looked fed up. And then there was this other one, and she was like, she was like, this is my husband. This, why would you play like that? That's not even funny. He was like, it's just a joke. She was like, it's not funny. Oh my god! Like it was just. They were getting stressed and they were being really like clingy about certain things. And I was like, I know that y'all told me regularly that I am weird and I'm not like the typical girl or woman with certain things. So, so to see it, and I think a lot of, maybe I don't notice it with a lot of my friends, but to see it with people I did not know, like very objectively, I was like, oh, wow, this is very ugly of them. I apologize. But yeah, um, sound like, it sounds like those dudes were stressed out. Yeah, like married, married at first sight is actually mad funny, but you know, seeing your post, you've been watching it consistently. I have no, that was ninety day fiance, but I have been watching married at first oh. sight. But oh, okay. But anyway, yes, back to the guys. Like, don't. But to me, that like also goes back to the whole thing that I think men feel like they need to to teach. Like I said, I like to be taught without feeling dumb. But men think I think a lot of times men don't realize what you know and what you don't know. So it's like not about the teaching, but certain things are so I can see where that is a fine line. Not the assertiveness, but where the I'm trying to teach her something versus I'm trying to tell her something she already knows. I'm assuming that she doesn't know. Um that's just weird to me. But that also brings up the conversation. Somebody said, we were talking about this in another group chat, and some girl was like, that's toxic masculinity. And I don't think that's what toxic masculinity is. But I wanted to know what y'all definition of toxic masculinity was. So that way, we could, I want to see what men's, men view as toxic masculinity. Because we, we throw the word toxic around a lot now. Steph, bring the sheet down off the microphone, please. I'm sorry, baby. Oh, my God. Instead of looking like an album cover for like Luther Vandals or something. Something. I don't know. The sheet's still by the microphone. 
Yes. Oh, my phone. Maybe you just bring the sheet off your shoulder. Just a little off your shoulder for later, just in case. Yeah, like that. Just a little. Just give a little peek. Put it under your head. There we go. Check it. Hey, Check it. Give him a little shoulder, baby. Get give him a little shoulder. Um, and I see people have been... Uh, People have been using the word toxic a lot. And it came up in a conversation that people don't know what toxic means. And I think that also brings up the conversation that nobody knows what toxic masculinity means. So I wanted to know what, one, what toxic means to you, and two, what does toxic masculinity mean to you? <coughs> I'm going to start with Stefan this time, since I started with everybody else already. Hey, boo. Hey, hey girl. Hey. I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> nah, well, toxic in general is something that's damaging. So we combine it to the male gender. It's a behavior that we've learned or a behavior that we assume or we've taught. That's that's damaging to the other gender that we associate that we're I guess if I'm a male I'm a heterosexual male, I deal with females, so I'm gonna say my behavior is something I'm doing towards females that's damaging. I feel like Seth, people wait, why is Seth what's... laughing? What is Seth laughing about? <laughs> nah, I just when Bob said when we attach it to the male agenda, I think <laughs> you want to call John? <laughs> Yo, Seth is a fucking child. I said male agenda, but Seth is funnier. The agenda is funnier. <laughs> but like we need people. I feel like people use toxic wrong on some. They have if they disagree with something, it's automatically toxic. People use that phrasing to like damn and shit on nails and i'm like yo that's not really what that phrase like it is if you google it it's not what it, it says so mm-hmm. i feel like it's more used to damage and belittle and talk about the male that like, talk bad about the male gender more than correcting a learned behavior or something that may be damaging to people yeah you definitely sound like you're doing koofy talk but <laughs> i know it's not i'm not even trying to be funny but it, it, it does but it makes sense what I do, you feel me? But my third eye opened the, the mind's eye. The mind's okay. eye. Okay. See how? You feel me, my brothers and sisters? Just follow me. Stay oh, with Will me now. Thirsty. Will is thirsty. He just chugged the whole essential bottle. You go, baby. You know the vibes. Okay, I'm done. Next person. Okay. Well, stop drinking like that. Stop, please. Nigga look like he just ran a race. Poor thing. No, I can't stop yelling. That's the way I talk. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, how did Blanky get above Steph's shoulder right Yo, so smoothly. I did not even see it happening. I saw when it happened, and I was like, maybe he's going to catch himself. I was like, nah, never mind. I gave you the benefit of the doubt. So, um, yes. Let's go with Will. What is toxic to you and what is toxic masculinity? Toxic to me is behavior that's damaging to other people, like Beth said. Mm -hmm. I think toxic is a disruption of anybody else's peace, whether intentional or not, whether learned or not, regardless of it, is toxic. Toxic masculinity, um, I think, is when... You subscribe to traditional male ideals to the point of like the detriment of others. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's just in a romantic capacity. I don't think it's just learned. I think some people 
come up under this. I think some people actively are this way. I think there's a, a lot of different ways to categorize the people who are toxic. Um, that makes sense. I, I agree with you so far. Seth? Uh, yeah, I kind of partially agree with Will. What I was really going to say was... Um, I think toxic alone is moving, having bad like actions, but with negative intent. So I think you could like, I agree with hurt, that. Thank hurt, you. That's the part that feeling. I was saying is definitely. Yeah. I think you could like hurt somebody's feelings or like do something wrong to somebody, but you didn't, you weren't, you didn't mean it maliciously or like you didn't have bad intentions behind it. You just didn't know how to do something or communicate. That's something. the exact word I was going to use was malicious. So right. Yes. Right. Right. So is this I think summertime that's, where you wait, I'm, I'm sorry. We're, we're, sorry. Run that back one more time. Wait, what happens? What happens? Stephen? Is this summertime where you at? I, yeah, I live in Cali. <laughs> I'm also three, I'm also three hours behind you guys. So it's only 744 here. This bitch in Hawaii. Uh-uh. What were you saying? All right. Um, just in regard to malicious. He said that basically like, the intent is, is the, the intent is malicious because some people might people not realize they're hurting them. Right. They're doing I only it call malicious. it toxic if you're purposely trying to harm someone emotionally or something. Let's bullet point that because that's important. And I don't want to forget it. Like I think intent is the major thing behind me calling someone toxic. Like look, like are you playing purposely playing with someone's feelings, or you purposely like playing I, with someone, or like anything like that. I, I think it could be both ways. I think that it is a malicious thing. And I think that I think for the most part is if you do it negative, it is malicious. But I do think that people have malicious behaviors that they have grown up with and they may not know it's malicious. But also certain things are clearly malicious, whether you you that's the way you grew up or not. Like certain things, you know, after like maybe 24, 25, 26 that you should not be doing or that they're hurtful things. Like, I don't think that it's fair to not call someone's actions toxic because they, they're not taking responsibility for them, but continue. Seth. So you agree, you agree with the intent part though, for the most part? I do for the most part. I see what Will is saying, but I, I can see what Will's saying for somebody like sometimes people are have toxic behaviors that they just don't realize are toxic. Like they don't realize are hurtful to other people, but that doesn't just, they're still clearly toxic. But yeah, still toxic. I think that at a certain age though, we can't just say, Oh, that person's not toxic because they didn't know better because certain things at a certain age are cl You clearly know better. That's me. not true. That's, That's not true. Like what? That's not true. Like what? <clears throat> so to say that, to say that, you have to say that from a space of privilege. That privilege being that you've gone through experiences that gives you what we deem common sense. But we all know common sense isn't common. So what to you may be, oh, it's clear cut. You don't do these things to someone else. It's not. For example, to like, just to like give context to what I'm saying. Someone like I know plenty of guys who when they're in that breakup phase, they're constantly hitting up their joint and their girl or even vice versa. The other mm -hmm. person is telling them, 
yo, leave me alone. And they are constantly hitting this person up under the but, ideal of, under the ideal of, you want to hear from me. This is what you need. This is what we need. We just need to talk it out. But that's toxic behavior. Although the intention is pure, that is toxic. But the person said to leave me alone. So they know well, what they're doing is going against what is right. Even if they don't say leave me alone, because sometimes the leave me alone isn't that explicit. Sometimes the leave me alone is, oh, I, I, I'm just gotta like go think or some, 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 we like, we've all been there where we know that some people don't, but if the person, if a mean. person asks for space or they don't answer you and you're still doing that, so, that's, so if the that's, person doesn't that's answer clear. you, if, that no, means, if the person doesn't answer you, to me, that's concern. No, if the person doesn't answer you. That means that they're trying to, to, they're saying with their actions to leave me alone. Well, and you just you just don't want to you just don't want to hear the actions loud and clear. And in that, I'm not saying that either of us is right or wrong. Just that we look at this differently. So for us to assume that we all are on the same page is coming from a space of entitlement. I don't think entitlement is the right word. I don't think it's coming well, from a space of entitlement well, or it's coming it's an, from a space of privilege. I think it's coming from a space of, if anything, it's coming from a space of emotional intelligence. And that doesn't mean that... It's coming from a space of assumption. How can you tell someone they're not emotionally intelligent to something they've never been through? I think that there's lots of ways you can be emotionally intelligent for things that you haven't been through. Like I, you can, you can be empathetic. You can't, but, but that is, but that's part of emotional intelligence, empathy. Agree. But what you're talking about expecting from the other person isn't empathy. You're talking about knowing clear and concise rules based off these experiences. No, that's I'm talking about, empathy. I'm talking about, because you, said you don't have to, you don't have to be in, you don't have to be in the specific space to know that people have boundaries. That doesn't have to do anything. If someone is, expl but, is explaining their boundary to you, then that has nothing to do. If, if you have, if I've never been in a relationship before and somebody said to me a boundary, and you decide to violate it, that's still you being toxic. That has nothing to do with privilege. That has nothing to do with assumption. That has nothing, that has to do with you, like I said, possibly being emotionally intelligent is the only thing I can see. No, I agree. I agree that the person in that case who is doing is toxic. What I'm saying is the person who says, all right, this is my boundary. If they never say this is my boundary and the person who violates that said boundary that they never mentioned doesn't do so with ill will that is still toxic although they, they did it with pure intention they just didn't know i'm only speaking to what you said in that you said this stuff at some of this stuff is common sense you didn't say those words but that's what we meant like some of this stuff is common sense like and it's not like we all react differently I don't think it's, I don't think it's common sense. I do think that those those spaces are learning opportunities, but I think that some people are selfish. And when someone says something and they decide to ignore it, that is a selfish act because it's what they want to do. They're not giving the person their space, they're not giving the person what they asked for in the situation. So I I think ignoring that is a very conscious very conscious thing and a very it is ignoring them is a decision you don't automatically just not ignore the person you have you have a choice in that space someone 
does not answer you if someone says leave me alone if somebody says i need some space to think they are telling you what they need they're showing you what they want and if you decide to make the choice to keep reaching out to them you do not care about what their feelings are and you are being selfish and therefore to me being toxic i'm not disputing that it's toxic i'm disputing that it's selfish no i'm not even disputing that it's selfish i think i'm disputing the intention because you can go through that same loop of emotion and thought and apply it differently because someone can someone can totally ignore your decision for what they deem your best interest so if i'm someone tell me what my best interest is someone who loves you that does that never is the answer and that's and that's and (laughs) how many times our parents think that that our parents love us dearly but 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 our parents don't do it on and that's again it's not yes they do do it on purpose but they don't do it to be toxic i mean like it's toxic that does not mean that it's not toxic but is it selfish yes i disagree i think it's very selfish if your parents see that if you're happy and you're not maliciously hurting yourself and your parents want you to do something because they think it's better for you i think that is selfish of them because it's what they want and i therefore think it's toxic but all of that is based off of their parameters of what you said that if you aren't maliciously hurting yourselves we come from households where if you if you sleep in past noon you're hurting yourself like you know what i mean like so how can you say that these things should be known I think when everybody's it. experience is different? I think that you play the devil's advocate for a lot of things. I'm, I'm not trying to, I do for a lot of things, but for this, I'm not trying to play the devil's advocate. I, but this, I just, I'm trying to I think there are, there are clear things that are toxic. And I think there are clear things that people choose to play ignorant about because they don't want to see it as selfish. They think they know better, but those are those are if someone is asking for space if someone is asking for things and it's not something like oh leave me alone let me go do my drugs like my hardcore drugs that are clearly ruining my life or leave me alone while i go create bodily harm to myself or leave me alone while i go back to this abusive relationship i think unless it's those clear signs of where the person is going to be harmful harmed in some type of way then for you to say that they can't do it or to think that you have their best interest, it's selfish. Like someone may say, oh, okay, I don't want Siobhan to be in a polygamous relationship because obviously the best way to be safe or the best way to be happy is to be in a committed relationship. I don't even need to go to polygamy. We could just say Siobhan needs to get married because that's what she needs to have kids and she needs to grow old with somebody. And I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I want to be single and be the rich fly auntie with a dog in my Louis Vuitton bag. Like that to me, that to me is selfish because it's what my family wants for me, not what I want for myself. So by, and I'm not disputing that it's selfish. I'm disputing the fact that these things are universal because using that same example, that, whoever is saying this from your family could be looking at it as oh my gosh if siobhan grows older with no one who's going to take care of her this is a problem you see what i'm saying like the very expensive nursing retirement home that i'm gonna have with my money and and that's 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 a fair answer but these are also fair questions and concerns for the people who care about you and i'm not saying that but it, there's a difference between questions of con- and concerns because those are conversations that happen versus someone telling you to what to do or first someone not giving you an option of, of being 
having a boundary because they don't listen to it. Questions I'm, and comments are conversations of communication, and that's not toxic. Being I'm operating forced, differently. I'm operating differently because sometimes conversations and questions are toxic to me. No, because they people are, know what the I'm, fuck they've been I'm doing. I'm talking about when it comes to boundaries. To no, they do. But I'm talking about when it comes to boundaries. But anyway, um, so I I agree with Seth more so on the toxic line because I think that there is some type of intent for malice. I also think that people know that they're being malicious, but a lot of times they play like they're not. So majority of the time, I think the intent of maliciousness is included in the definition of toxic to me. Again, I don't, to me, I also think that when it comes to toxic masculinity, um, it just, it's a point when men are taking like the gender roles just like a little bit too far and they're not really, they're not really able to express their, they don't express their emotions, not they, they're not able to, but they don't, they choose not to express their emotions. Um, they, what else? We had this conversation the other night. I can't remember what else I say. They, they call things that are feminine like gay, like things like that, like things that are obviously like oh, if for some reason men get pedicures now, I'm like oh, you do that gay shit. Like to me, that's toxic masculinity. Um, when people are when they use like their strength, their power, and their privilege against women, like that to me is toxic masculinity. So those things to me are the issue. Stefan is in two boxes right now and it is fucking me up. Oh, oh now I'm frozen. I'm frozen in one. I just had to re-enter it back. I don't know where. This, this shit is mad scary. I am watching you goonies. Now I have a question. Oh yeah. So what is something that you, you were taught as a child that you had to unlearn as an adult? Men don't cry. Boys don't cry. Okay. Sayo. I need to think about that for a second. Give me gotcha. one more minute. Yeah, I gotta, I, yeah, I gotta think about that too. That one was, thing I uh, was taught as a child. Yeah, yeah, like a behavior or something or theory or the thought that you had that was like taught to you as a child being raised. Like Will said, boys don't cry or men don't cry, whatever it may be. And he had to unlearn that. Like, what is something you learned as a kid? That you type as an adult, he was like, "Nah, this type is not hitting." I talk so one thing oh, that okay, I, I, I realized, one thing I realized is, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before. Is I have a very big issue with vulnerability. I'm not good at being vulnerable and letting people know when I'm in a space where I need help, like asking for help. Um, and that is definitely something from coming from a foreign household, especially with my family, like asking for help is not it even asking my family for help now as i got older trying to unlearn it it's kind of like a no-go like i would get yelled at for asking for help because it's kind Damn. of like not even yelled at but it was like i've asked for help as an adult and did not get it and it was kind of like all right well we, we ain't got it so like that's one of the things that i'm trying to to unlearn still is to be okay to ask for help or to be okay like accepting gifts or or being vulnerable with people like y'all know even though like i joke around like i'm a prior if something is really going on in my life like i don't be telling y'all until like the last minute or i'd be mad at myself that i told y'all and started crying and i'd be like i don't know why i was crying this shit is dumb mm -hmm. like i'm like like i'm it, it i don't like to be that person that is like in a space like even 
I laugh all the time because one of I remember specifically when I realized like it's it's bad is when my, my grandfather passed away five years ago and she, I was in San Francisco and Shadavia I was visiting Shadavia and my grand I had found out my grandfather passed away while Shadavia was at work so when she come came to meet me at the hotel room she knew something was wrong immediately when she walked in the hotel room she was like she walk you know how Shadavia walked in she was ready to party she was like what's wrong and i was like grandpa died and she looked at me and she didn't know what to do and she was like do you want me she was like do you want me to hug you and i said do not hug me because if you hug me again i'm going to start crying and like i thought about that maybe like three days later because i had gotten i was in San Francisco, obviously so i had to come back to new york i spent the day with my family and one of my old joints who i was still cool with met up with me in my house he brought me weed because niggas don't know how to handle rough situations so he brought me weed to calm me down that was a good nigga like i was like I, I i was very appreciative so he came over he brought me weed and we were talking and then like he told me to stand up and i was like what what am i standing up for and he was like stand up and then he hugged me, and I was like, yo, you're the first person I've hugged in three days. And he was like, why? You were with Shadavia and your family. And I was like, I told Shadavia not to hug me, and my family's not really a hugger. And he was like, so you literally lost your grandfather, and no one's hugged you in three days. And I was like, wow. That, that sounds wild. And I was like, the only reason is, one, because of my family, but two, because I didn't want to. I was like, why would I not want to hug somebody in this moment? So that's that was like a moment where I realized like, like maybe I'm taking this not vulnerable thing a little bit too far. So so that's one thing I really had to unlearn. I'm doing better. I'm doing better, kinda. How are you learning it on your own though? Like what do you like how do you like what are you doing when to I, measure that you learn it? When I go to therapy, um I haven't been to therapy okay. in a few weeks, but I need to go back. Um I so when I go to therapy Two, I I try to pay attention to the opportunities to be vulnerable. So, like, if I'm having conversations with people in certain spaces, like, and I actually trust the person, if I'm if I can trust the person with certain things, like, I kind of have the conversation with myself. Like, maybe you know, give them a little bit, see how they react to it, and things like that. And then also realizing that if someone uses something that's my vulnerability against me that's more so something about their character than it is mine so i i think it it's it, it also makes me realize that i like it almost it makes me pay attention to who i'm also being vulnerable with and who's in my space so before mm-hmm. like you probably people might be more inclined to have more friends or associates because if you're not being vulnerable, there's nothing that you're sharing with you. To me, there's nothing that they're sharing with people, maybe then parties and drinks and stuff like that. But if you hold the people that are in your space to higher standard and, and trust them with these vulnerable moments, you'll be more selective around the, of the people that are around you as well. So. Not the snaps. Can you, can you not? <laughs> so yeah, what about you, Will? What's one thing that you had to unlearn? Not, Will said the client. It's okay to Oh, yeah, it's you. Like you, you're, uh, that's what I meant, Stefan, sorry. Uh, that I can't fix everything. Mm, like that's a good one. Like, no, like, I'm the super fixer. As in, when, yeah, things you really go, are. when things go wrong with me, I fix other people's stuff more. Because that makes me feel better. Like, I can control something. So if, not, so if everything is burning apart, as long as 
my friends are good. I can fix my friends being good. I can help my friends being good. I take that as I'm fixing stuff for myself. Too after a while, you're like, bro, you ain't really do nothing for yourself but help all your friends, and that's a dope thing. But like, the crib's still burning. Mm-hmm. Then people like saw you scream at me, and I'd be like, chill, my nigga, like, relax. I'd definitely be yelling at you. But this is also also because you're a fixer person. Sometimes. Uh, and it's not a bad thing, but sometimes that also makes people not come to you for certain things. Because I know for a fact. Wait, mute yourself real quick. Oh, my fault. No, it's fine. But like, I know for a fact, like if certain things happen, I can't tell Stefan because Stefan don't got no Stefan don't got no middle ground. Stefan either don't care or he's going to jail. So it's like I don't like. I remember one time I got an argument with a nigga in a party. And I was crying because I was so upset because it was just a big mess that day. And I was like, I just want to go home. I'm leaving. I don't want nobody to see me crying. Stefan wanted our homegirl to circle back around so he can go in the party and beat him up because he never seen me cry over a nigga. He was like, we got to beat him up. And I'm like, no. we <laughs> Yo, Will with the gun finger. <laughs> he said, we got to go beat him up. And I'm like, no, we don't. Right. I'm just, I'm just upset. Like, niggas ain't shit. I'm going to go home. And they were like, let's go to the bar. And let's go to the bar by my house. And I'm like, nah. I was like, y'all, I do not have it for outside right now. I just need to go home and cry this out and mind my business. And Stephen was like, now nah, you don't want to go to the bar with us, bitch. Now we got to go beat him up. And I'm like, Facts. Nah, fuck that. Don't make my homegirl sad because sad backwards is das and das your ass. What? <laughs> <laughs> It's simple math. That's it. Leave what? them alone. Yo, if what? You do not, do not put yourself in a position to be the person that upset my homegirl to the point where she's crying and complaining to us. Like, but see, I wasn't, I wasn't even complaining. That's the thing. I was like, yo, I'm out. Like, I'm leaving. They, they happened to be in the area and they couldn't get into the party. So they were like, we out. And I'm like, yo, some shit happened. I'm coming with y'all. I'm going to just leave. And they were like, are you sure? I'm like, yes. I told them in the car and I was mad. I wasn't even really crying in the car, but they knew like I was sad because I was like looking out the window. It was like one thug tear coming down because I wasn't going to start bowling. It looked like Carl Thomas when he'd be singing out the window when it's raining. This nigga was so mad. (laughs) Nigga said she looked like Carl Thomas. Nah, that's facts. You, You know what it is? Y'all, y'all get so close to us. Y'all penetrate the home, like the, the typical homegirl space. Y'all become family, and we, mm-hmm. a lot of us growing up, only had men as those. So it's like, oh, this is my brother. Like in that, when your brother is sad, it's not, oh damn, let me hug you. It's like, oh, who did it? Like, what's what's good? So we treat y'all the same. I way. know. I but bet. I, so, you upset? Now I'm upset. But certain things. But we things upset. though, sometimes y'all can't fix everything. Like, which y'all can't. Why y'all can't not? fix. Why y'all can't. Why not? Y'all can't I, didn't realize, I didn't realize that until it was like I was like. Oh. But, y'all can't like, beat a nigga up to be with me. Like that's just not yes, a feasible thing. First of all, yes, first of all, we can try. It's a sleep, but I can second, try. Second of all, if we shoot him in a knee, it's not an attempt. Come <laughs> smoke, come smoke, come smoke. Now, like Saya walked in, Saya walked in the car. I was like, nope, I'm livid, I'm tight. <laughs> You know what it is too. I also think there's a level of it in like knowing your friend. You know your crybaby friend, and you know your friend that don't cry. 
So it's yeah, like, sure. wait, you crying over a man? Oh, I was right. What's happening? Yo, well, I wish you could see the way she walked in the car. And like, nigga said she had the summer rain. <laughs> like, no, nah, but I didn't even walk in the car like that. Like, I was so tight that I knew if I said anything. Like, I was, you know, when you know if you start talking, you about to just start spazzing for no reason. Like, you just are Bro. not going to be able to stop. So I walked in the car and they was like, hey. And I was like, hi. I was like, nah, I don't want to go. I'll just take me home. I was like, nope. Because all of them that get my female friends mad, I got to deal with it. They don't deal with it. They go back home and go to sleep. I'm but like, that's nope. the thing. We was, I was talking to somebody the other day. I'm like, even with the, we can get to this. I don't know how much time we're at, but we can get to this. But even with all the stuff that's happening on the timeline, I'm like, a lot of people were talking about like, yo, I'm my homegirl, I, I don't know anybody that might have gotten sexually assaulted. We might talk about that, but basically, a lot of girls who have been in a place where they feel like they were sexually harassed or they were sexually assaulted by a guy, they may not have told their homeboys because if I ever told any of y'all that someone's come at me crazy like that, y'all are going to jail. Like, y'all not, if I told y'all somebody's sexual. Only if we get caught. But that's the uh-huh. thing. You don't know you're gonna get you're gonna cut but not until after. So first of all, you don't know that I'm not gonna get caught. I know. (laughs) The only hit person here that that's a mystery to is you. That's what I'm saying. Y'all niggas are not gonna y'all not if something happens when it's like a sexual assault situation or sexual harassment, I think, it's not gonna be like, yo, let's talk about it. Y'all comforting me. It's gonna be like, who did what? What nigga did it? All right, cool. Point me to that nigga. Oh, no, I know where to find that nigga. And I'm, I'm going to be like, no, I don't... Sometimes we don't want to make the situation worse. We just need to get this off our chest and tell somebody. But that's, this is what I'm talking about. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't fix everything because not... Sometimes fixing isn't the solution. So fixing is not making it better for the person. Sometimes you what you think is fixing it is not actually fixing it for the person. So okay, when I, I when I was speaking to like my points on toxic masculinity and all that, this was a large part of it. I wasn't speaking explicitly to romance or in any blanket kind of way, but but more so in a blanket kind of way. Like like you said, like that doesn't help. But to us, we think we helping. And I like I had to have a hard realization with myself about toxic positivity. And like sometimes people don't want to hear is going wait, to be wait, okay wait, wait. all day. Spit, spit that back. Toxic, toxic positivity. positivity. Wow. Toxic. Like sometimes people don't want to sit there and hear, oh, it's gonna be okay. This the, the sun will come out tomorrow. Like sometimes saying that is toxic, and that's what I meant more so to the intent. Like it wasn't to be devil's advocate. It wasn't wait, really saying what is toxic. Say that again. Like just toxic positivity, like to, to people who no. But you gave an example. You said sometimes saying that is toxic. Sometimes like the sun will come like, out oh, tomorrow. Like oh, time, okay. time heals all wounds. Shit like that. Right, all that stuff. Like like, like the, the like the cliche sayings that you think are gonna make people feel better, but you you know it's not because if you were in that space, you wouldn't want to hear that oh, shit either. Right. Like mm-hmm. I stopped telling people everything will be okay because it it don't help. It don't, it don't. help. And sometimes it's to the point where you hurt it so much. Now you disrupted me as much as whatever's going on. If not as much uh, enough to identify it. But in that, like, I wasn't being devil's advocate. I was just trying to make a, like, 
a case and to get some answers for the people who live in that gray area who don't realize like to, to any normal person checking on someone when they sad is is the good thing to do but when you check on somebody five times a day every day they they annoyed now and you become part of the problem or sometimes people just want to sit in whatever's going on so your commentary is unnecessary your commentary now becomes toxic in your mind you're doing all that you can to be there for this person and it's like we we have to start learning people and stop learning behaviors like there's no yeah. right way to do it that's one of the things i think i learned in my life that's been like one of the I just want to say one of, I don't know how to say it, but I guess it's like a great, my greatest skill is I had to realize like some people don't need like the Ted talk when shit goes wrong. Like you just got to be there. Like what you need me to do? You're not sure yet. I, well, I'm here. So when you figure it out, we're going to try a few things. I'm going to send you some memes and try to make you laugh. You want some food? Like those things, but given the cliche, like whatever. And sometimes just being honest, like, yo, I ain't gonna lie, you might have been walling a little bit, but I see why you was walling. So I respect it, and I'm still your friend, and I'm here. If you stand by your walling, I stand by you. So like, just and that's and that's fair, and I feel like that's a true measure of friendship. Like, yo, not even just friendship; it's friendship, partnership, companionship, just like the completeness that you would expect in just inviting other people into your little world mm-hmm. like sometimes it's like yo i get it like i i don't know what to do for you or i can't do for you but i'm here i'm and here whatever capacity can be. you need me to be here i'm here but i'm not going to assert myself yeah and that's like that's not I, i'm 30 years old i learned that two weeks ago we should have still jumped in right all right seth what's something seth, what is something that you had to unlearn as an adult i stand by my jumping um rope. well you didn't like him so um i didn't like him no seth stefan didn't like him because oh. he thought that stefan was my boyfriend and he asked if Stefan makes me happy and I said that's not my boyfriend and Stefan's been mad at him for asking that question nah and fuck that like, like, somebody's like Shia your girlfriend what what yeah now alright so what happened the fuck alright Seth Shia you ain't say I make her happy Seth alright guys so th- for everybody in this podcast Stefan makes me happy I want the world to know that Stefan makes me happy that's a big fact. Stefan make me happy sure it's coming out. Go ahead, Seth. Um, what I had to unlearn. Um, um, or, or you're currently still trying to unlearn. Style of communication and delivery is more important than the actual message sometimes. Okay. That's Ooh, a big one. Yeah, that's a big I, one. No. Yeah, I I learned that because growing up, like, I always got screamed at and yelled at, whereas, like, I had to unlearn that that that's not the right way to yell. Like, like, I know we joke about, like, beating your kids and, like, learning all that stuff, but, like, that's not the right way to yell. We just grew up like that. I mean, that's not the right way to learn that. We just grew up like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that's true. Like, and I think it it makes me cringe a little sometimes when I see like people yell at their kids unnecessarily because it's just like yo this cycle is just gonna keep going because yeah 
or the or the kids are gonna not realize how much you love them because every memory they have of you is gonna be you yelling. Like right. so and, and then, you know, like, you know, beating kids, I'm not really a fan of it. I think when my time comes I probably won't do it. But you just think of stuff like that. Like I'm I, stuff, I'm probably we still beating my kids. So yeah, but stuff we were accustomed to growing up that was deemed regular and just like, oh, you know, your mom beat you, oh, your mom yelled at you, your mom screamed at you, your mom threw a shoe at you, like, that's regular. That's, like, I had to unlearn, like, yo, like, that's not regular, like, that's, you know, also, as we favorite that. hotep word, that's, um, what's the hotep word you were using? I forgot. What's the hotep word I've used? <laughs> Emotionally Look at bath, getting me tight. Em- empathy, nah. emotionally intelligent. Ergo. Um, ergo. Nah, ergo shirt. Um, what he be saying? Damn, I forgot the hotel word he used. What is um, it? A, what does it mean? Um, trauma. There you go. I'm sorry. That's um, a hotel word. <laughs> that's toxic masculinity. Trauma is a hotel word. We gotta change that vocabulary. Woo, child, go ahead. But in that, like in what Seth is saying, even that space, you have to teeter with a grain of salt, and you have to have a level. Not you have to, but I think that people should have like a, a learning curve, for lack of a better word, because a lot of those behaviors, granted, they're not regular, but that's how our parents believe. That's what our parents believe love is or love you know what i mean like to them Mm -hmm. it was if i beat you and discipline you enough that you're not in the street that shows how much i care about you whenever things happen where kids get in trouble it's never oh what was going on it's always well you come from this kind of home and it's like yeah i do come from this kind of home but i go to this kind of school i live in this kind of neighborhood i have this kind of friends like to them that is enough like that is enough to say like oh the fact that they want you to do well is the i love you so like some of us it, again like to that point i had to learn like sometimes what i thought would have been like not expressing love was expressing love as best as these people knew does that make sense at all yeah uh, it makes it does. sense I, I wish there was a way we could see what time we were at like sometimes, like sometimes we got to be closer to. It's two minutes, two hours, twenty-two minutes, and eighteen seconds. How can you see? I tap the screen, and the, the, once the uh, Zoom thing comes down with the lock next to it, the time is under it. But I'm on an iPad, so I don't know what it looks like from where you're I operating. Like, no, I yeah, know. I'm on an iPad too, and I don't see that. I see the Zoom and the lock, and I don't see that now. I see Zoom meeting. Oh, yeah. Or maybe it's in your settings. Maybe if you don't have your settings set to show the time. Mm, let's see. I don't okay, know. But, but we we didn't start when he started recording. We didn't start. Yeah, also. yeah, that's what I know. So that's all. Um, like. All right. But yeah. I mean, so I think this was a good combo. I, we do, we still have, we still technically have mad stuff to talk about, but obviously, let's not. I think we should talk, we can talk about one more thing, and I think that's the thing that was on the timeline. Um, and we don't have to get too deep into it, but um, New York Twitter was in an uproar recently because someone was accused of sexual assault and the. 
the y'all are mad there's mad noise going on in the background oh sorry y'all. sorry how did the blanket get back up to the nigga neck i don't understand this nigga's a magician son but he needs to sit up because he already fell asleep twice on the, the zoom we watched you so don't say don't say you did it we saw the eyes go we saw them eyes go so you were yeah, i didn't want to get distracted so you're saying your story mm-hmm. yeah look at that <laughs> so this boy is good son that was a flawless one i was actually very i wasn't expecting that one um somebody on somebody got accused of sexual harassment and it hit the timeline um if you were on twitter especially new york twitter you knew about the situation and um I'm not bringing up the actual situation because that's none of our business and that's the victim's business. It doesn't, we don't need to talk about the person, but the conversation of sexual assault came up on the timeline. And whenever a sexual assault comes up on the timeline, you really see that people don't know what sexual assault is. Um, the Joe Biden podcast talks about like sexual assault and rape and coercion and stuff like that. And Rory, who was on the podcast said that he didn't really know what coercion was. And I was, to me, it was like, it was very brave of him to say that because I don't think a lot of men actually know what the word coercion means when it comes to sexual assault. And then, um, the person who was accused basically was like, I didn't rape anybody. I might've disrespected them, but I didn't rape anybody. And I'm like, there's levels between rape and disrespect and sexual assault and sexual harassment, sexual misconduct is in that. And I just wanted us to have a quick conversation because I think that this is one of the opportunities because yeah, from, from what I know as you as men, you guys have always created a safe space for the women around you. And I don't, I don't think that it's just with me because you guys have a bunch of female friends and we joke around a lot about that, but it's very rare that, Men make women feel comfortable. Oh, now it's now it's well. Now it's well. It's sound. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I was like, who is that? But it it's very rare that men make every single woman around them feel comfortable. And I know this is a crazy way to start it off, but I'm I'm going to start it off this way because I want to see our reactions. When me and my roommate were talking about this, he said something that. I realized was probably very true and people didn't even know it. He said, every man has probably sexually assaulted somebody and they did not even know. And when he said it, it hit me because it was like, yo, I can see that. But I said it to another guy who I was on the phone with. And he was like, he was like, nah, nah, that's, that's not it. That's not. And as he thought about it more and more, he was like, he was like, damn, do you think so? And I'm like, nigga, I don't know your life. Like, how are you going to ask me if you possibly sexual assaulted someone or it could be perceived to someone as sexual assault? So I, with that space open, I really want to know what y'all, what do y'all think is sexual assault? What would you consider sexual assault? I have the definition to decide, but what would you consider sexual assault? And I want y'all to share tips because again, I think y'all do really, really great. Share tips on how you actively make the women in your life feel safe in your presence, or what are some conscious things you do for the women in your life so they feel safe around you? Are you moderating this as well? Or just... You said what? 
Oh, would you like, you want me to moderate? Does anybody want to start? Because I know that's a heavy ass question for me to just pick somebody. That feels like, go ahead, Seth. I don't want um, you to, I don't want nobody to feel like I'm attacking them. Because this is a sensitive yeah. subject. And I know it's a sensitive subject for men as well, not just women. Because some women use, um, and I'm not saying I don't victim chain at all, but I know that sometimes it women may jump to that, as we've seen in like certain cases, women have used that that as an excuse or they've used that for certain things. But again, I don't victim blame. And I'm I will honestly say I'm the one that believes women before I believe men because those spaces are so delicate. So and it sucks. I'm I'm being very open about it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna automatically assume a woman is lying. But I, because of that, and that's how most women think, I know that is a weird space for men because it could be very sensitive for y'all. So I'm, that's why I said that. But continue, so Sorry. Okay. Um, I think one thing, like you said, to give out like tips or whatever, I think one thing I try to do to make um, people comfortable, specifically women comfortable around me, is um like I'm I'm like big on like I don't know like so like I used to like host shows and like do other stuff or whatever but I'm big on like everybody having a good time around me and if people are not having a good time around me then I'm not having a good time like a lot of times y'all come to my birthday like I'm always walking around making sure everybody's good everybody's chilling and that's important to me but specifically for women like I'm always like making sure like if i see them like making a face like they know to look at me and be like yo come save me or like you know what i mean like i'm always that person like yo like come help like they know like if something's wrong they can be uh they can vocalize that and i think that's important because contributing one way to contribute to women having a safe space is women being comfortable to speak to you if there's a problem yeah i like that answer because if you don't have that then they won't articulate to you that there's a problem and they'll hold it in and something could be going very wrong which will be bad you know what i'm saying i definitely have used all y'all to pretend y'all are my fake boyfriends at some point in time right but she ain't want to say I made her happy. <laughs> okay. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> hate uh, ain't that woman. Ain't that woman for you. Ain't that woman for you. Hate to see it. Y'all mm -hmm. dumb. Hello, who is it? It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Wait, before I, let me actually, I do want to start this off first by actually saying the definitions of sexual assault and, and coercion, so people are clear. Because again, there were confusion. I've heard a bunch of men say that they were confused on the word. So coercion, which is not e technically illegal, but morally... It's just immoral. It's just immoral and technically is moral, uh, immorally wrong. Coercion is... I'm going to read the definition verbatim from like a site so that way there's no confusion. Sexual coercion is unwanted sexual activity that happens when you are being pressured, tricked, threatened, or forced in a non-physical way. So coercion can make you think that you owe sex to somebody. It might be from someone who has power over you, like a teacher, a landlord, a boss. Um, in this case, it was some, a lot of the cases, it was basically someone giving, a lot of the cases seemed like it was like someone giving them a ride home after parties or giving them tickets to parties. Um, and no per so the last part is no person is ever required to have sex with someone. So basically the joke of, she owes me sex 
is not a joke. It's technically considered coercion. Um, and sexual assault is basically, it refers to contact or behavior that occurs without explicit consent of the victim. Some forms of sexual assault are attempted rape, fondling or unwanted sexual touching, forcing a victim to perform sexual acts such as oral sex or penetrating the perpetrator's body, penetration of the person, the victim's body, also known as rape. So sexual, so rape is a form of sexual assault, but sexual assault is not always rape. And then also um, putting the person in a position to feel pressured to have sex with them, i.e. showing a body part, trying to forcefully make them touch a body part or try to take a kiss from them, things like that. So those are the two definitions, just so we make sure our listeners are clear and they feel empowered to talk about this because they have direct definitions. Um, with that being said, again, continue Stefan and continue Will, but I do want to talk about that one piece that my like roommate said, because I don't think that all men, I think that it, it, there's some truth behind it. And I don't think that men do it maliciously. I think that it's just maybe a learned thing like, you know, women, like I said, I like assertive men. Men may see it as assertive versus assault or like coercion. So, yeah. Go ahead, Steph. Go ahead. Stefan, I'm picking um, you next. Let me see. To answer the question that you asked previously. Safe space. Yeah, safe space. Um, yeah. Me, naturally, I'm not the person that talks to individuals, like male or females that I don't really know. I will go and talk to. The, I will go and sit in my corner from outside. So I'm only answering with the woman that I do know, the the sayos that we go out and chill with. And the easiest way is breaking the ice. Is with I like to joke, joking around. I've come to figure out joking around. It a lot respectfully joking around. By the way, something that we all understand. It makes people communicate with you easier, right? So it breaks the ice. Who, whoever I'm in my circle with, whoever I'm talking to, so on and so forth. And if they want to offer up something serious or something that they want to get out their heart, it's easier for them because their guard is down. They're allowed to joke around. They feel like they're in a space where, yo, this man I'm talking to, or this man I'm hanging out with, is looking at me as a human being that respected me and not looking at me as an object, not belittling me, not making me feel any sort of way where I would not be comfortable ever or I don't look at myself in that manner. So for me, it's always a joke. It just is. I joke around. It, it is what it is. And it just has a great effect where people smiling, people tend to give more information. People tend to ask for more help in situations like that. People tend to express when things are going wrong, when they feel they're in a space where, hey, this guy, my male friend over here cares for me. He's looking out for my happiness and well-being and outside my safety. Stephanie yells at everybody like, yo, text me when you get home. Little things like that really creates mm -hmm. a safe space. Like, yo, I'm checking just to make sure you got in your house. It might not be nothing, but I'm just checking to get a text. You're in bed. It makes you feel comfortable. So little things like that, like, yo, the respectful joking where we all understand where we stand with our jokes, where we're not violating each other, where we make sure we've set the boundaries with our communication and everything. The little things like, yo, share your Uber, Uber with me so I know when you got home. Text me when you got in the crib. Seth would be like, send me a picture of you getting, or a video of you getting in the house if he has to. 
because that's yeah. just what it is. Uh, according not- to according to Seth, I'm still not in my house from 2011. So <laughs> I don't, you know, So I that's true. Seth is very good about that, and I, it's something. I've actually learned to be more diligent diligent about asking my friends, especially out here in the Bay, since it's very weird in the Bay, about if they got in home. And it's crazy to me how many people aren't used to that because I've grown up with, about, with it. But Seth, I think, is the most diligent person about it. So he's definitely taught me that with other people. Even Meg. Yeah, so that's my safe space for me. Just a joke in communication, bring the guard down, allow the person, allow, allow the female to be her. If she's funny, yo, get your jokes off. If you're not funny, cool, take in the jokes, take in the laughter we all have. And like, whatever you're comfortable with, whatever you do, that's you. When you're outside, if you're the quiet person, cool, you can be the quiet person. If you're the loud, jovial person that gets in the middle of the of the dance floor and dance you can do that and not feel any sort of way or, or feel wronged in any sort of way if you're expressing who you are naturally when you're outside and i think when we as men we play a role in that we're able to give that especially when we're in a party environment or a social environment we're able to give that to people especially uh, give that to our women they're like yo i had fun going outside with stefan i'm gonna go outside with stefan again on tuesday on wednesday like yo Stephan, I want to talk to you. This happened, or so on and so forth. So that's kind of my conscious way of creating a little safe space for my 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 couple of friends that I talk to and hang out all the time. Okay, that makes sense. Mm. Well, okay. Which is something. As far as you ain't, you ain't have to do that, you ain't, you ain't have to. You, ain't have to do that you you went too far. You did so good, and then you called boom, bitch. Like what? I had my fault. My um, as far as cultivating a space, I try to operate. I try to operate on a level of how would I feel? I try to operate on a level of like how would I feel if this was me. Or how would I feel if this was like a woman I cared about and she was telling me this story? Like what answers would I be satisfied with? What time of her like what what kind of explanation of her knife of her night would make me be like, oh I bet, like it was cool. Like that was and in that I like I realized like people just wanna go somewhere where they could like do whatever they want to do without having and feel safe. Like whether it be a supermarket, whether it be a party, the bar, the coffee shop, like whatever they at, they just want to do that and feel safe. Nobody needs to feel uncomfortable. And with that in mind is how I kind of cultivate those spaces. But as far as what your roommate said, I do believe that to a degree we have all, I'm not even going to say to a degree because that's a cop out, but I do believe that we have all been in a space where it can be considered sexual assault. Yeah, like wow. I had to, like just like like you gave that disclaimer and kind of like context as far as us. Like I can give that same thing. Like I have you guys. I have my support circle of women who can explain these things to me. Who I can have these conversations with, and they know my intention. They know my heart. And they know this is coming from a space of genuinely wanting to be an advocate and an ally. And that a lot of men don't. Mm-hmm. And they grow up with behaviors. a lot of men do, and they just don't even realize that they need to. And, and that's too. that's a problem too. A lot of us grow up with behaviors that we deem normal, and we just double down on it because nobody was ever there to correct it. Nobody realizes the long-lasting impacts of it. Like 
even in just the conversations and what we were like talking about, like I have been in spaces or I have been on the, I have been on both ends of the spectrum where it felt like, like sex was old type shit. Like mm-hmm. where like women felt like that's what I wanted. And that in that, that's what they should give me. And there's been spaces where I'm like, Oh, well, if, if she's expecting this, then she must be like, all right, I'm gonna fuck this. And granted, prior to doing some real research, soul searching and having these tough conversations, I would be like, oh, no, I never did it because it's never by force. This is all a finesse. But in that, like that is you should not have to finesse that problematic. It's it's coercion. It's all of these things. Mm -hmm. And it's just like a lot of people don't have the space to say I may be guilty of X, Y, Z. How can I change my behaviors? Like I didn't know, I don't know. And granted, ignorance mm-hmm. to it is no excuse. But this is what like this is where people 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 take people take and pick trigger words and they use these trigger words to draw lines in the sand and they get very black and white about it. And this is mm-hmm. a very, very gray area, and people are allowed to feel however they may in that spectrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely can't tell people that, what their emotions are in this space. Right. Like people get so steadfast at the line that they drew that they don't recognize the trauma of others. And that is where this is a problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am, I'm not, I think that you're very emotionally intelligent. So I'm not shocked that you actually said that you, there's a strong possibility that someone, it could, but something that you did can be considered it. Like, thank God it has not been considered or whatever, but I think that just a lot of some, and this is literally the first episode of Joe Budden's podcast I've ever listened to. I've never listened to an episode before, but it was a really good episode. So I actually may continue to listen to it because it's, it was such a good episode, but um, they said something else that was really stood out to me was basically like you people have OGs and they're learning from their OGs and how to move from their OGs. And they don't realize that their OGs come from a rape culture. Like the OGs are very aggressive or very like things that they say are very sexual assaultish or coercionish. Like the finesse, they're like, you, you got to finesse shorty, but that's technically coercion. So like, if you didn't have the right OGs, you, you were making the wrong moves. So I, they said that. And I think that's really smart because I think a lot of men, like knew how, know how to talk to women or learn how to pick up women or learn the game towards women from like older niggas, older brothers, uncles, whatever, and things like that. And those men didn't realize that what they were doing could have been considered like harmful. So I, I'm going to revisit that podcast. I think it's actually was a really good episode for if y'all listen to Joe Budden podcast, y'all know, but, um, Stefan, do you have anything, Stefan or Seth? Do you have anything to say? That Stefan has a finger, so I'm assuming he has something yeah. to say. Mine is more of a question. So cool. When when it's cases like this, not cases. I mean, topics like this come up, right? Mm-hmm. And again, all the all the amazing women are going to speak and stand up and say, "Yo, this happens more than you really know." You probably know a woman that has happened to probably happened to your close friend, just as the things of that nature. And then I see a section go. I don't see none of the dudes standing up. And yeah, and, and scream and screaming from the top of the mountains. Mm-hmm. From a dude's from a dude point of view, 
for some of us don't know the right words or the right verbiage to use in this topic right so I'm not going to speak right away because I don't know. I may know what to say, but I don't know how to say it. And if I don't say that right, I, I go from an ally to an enemy very fast because I, I use the wrong word here. I use the wrong sentence here, things of that nature. How do you look at dudes that automatically don't jump on the soapbox right away and start yelling from the top of the mountains? So, so to that, go, ahead. go ahead, Will. To that... And wait, 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 hold on, hold on. And Will, you said earlier we have female friends that help us out. We're the lucky few that can say, okay, I have a female friend that can help me out and decipher these words. Not a lot of people do. But and I I'm, see a lot of people a, get attacked I'm for a, that. I'm going to speak to that, but we'll see what you have to say, Will. I've operated under the same question for a long time of like, how should I know how, whatever, whatever. But then I realized that one, we have to treat these things the way we would want to be treated. Two, it doesn't become a men versus women. It becomes a human decency thing. And that, like, it's it's just simple words. And we always say words mean things. Talk to people like they're kids. If you don't know what to say, it's okay to say, yo, this is new information. I don't know what to say. Nobody's going to attack you for not knowing, for saying you don't know. But your silence speaks. Your silence speaks. Because so, we jump to the no, 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 no. in platform. No, in he's platform, right. In platform, because we jumped the gun for a bunch of shit we don't know. We don't really be knowing these Forbes numbers. We argue that. We don't really be knowing these NBA shit. We argue that. We argue about the livelihoods of celebrities all day and night. But here people are telling us what's going on, and we like, oh, well, I don't know what to say now. We'll never have enough information. We never have enough information. And we never hold our tongue when we don't have enough information until it comes to stuff like this. So, so it's okay that- to say, I don't know. I, 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 this is new information. I don't know. I'm I'm working through it. I'm processing. So what Will is saying is actually what I was going to say. Very true. Like I think that one, it's it's if you don't say anything, it's kind of like an admittance. Not an admittance, but it looks crazy. Like it's like yo, you're being silent. So at what point are you protecting? black women are you protecting women are you protecting victims or whatever just be it would be the and i said this to somebody the other day and it's not the best comparison but it's the closest one i could try to give to men it's basically like when we see all this shit where black men are getting killed or black men are doing this and then white people don't say anything even if it's like damn that's crazy i don't know how you're feeling but i can't imagine what's going on and this shit sucks like that's better than if you were to see that a, if you were in a space with a black man or I mean a white person and somebody you just heard another black man got killed and they don't say anything. It's like, so you don't give not a fifth of a fuck. Like that's the best comparison I can give when it comes to the sexual assault thing, because you not saying anything doesn't seem like, yo, you're not saying anything because you have anything to say. It seems like you're not saying anything because it's not that important to you. And I think that when it comes to these spaces, yes, y'all are lucky enough to have women friend who are, women friends who are one very emotionally intelligent, smart, and we are we we're quick to correct you. But I think another issue is men don't a lot of not even men a lot of people do not be like to be corrected, especially in public. So they don't a- ask the questions that they need to on the timeline. Like it could be so easy to put in less than two forty characters, yo nobody deserves to be sexually assaulted 
I don't even know what the words are right now for this, but this shit is trash and y'all need to protect women. Like that, that's literally all you have to say. It could be the most basic of things. No one's asking you for a thesis. No one's asking you for a dissertation. No one's asking you to become Dr. Umar. No one's asking you to start the Million Women March. But to not say anything when you can say, you can literally even tweet if you wanted to, I'm sorry y'all have to go through this. And that's better than nothing. Like, right. and if they, and so somebody on our timeline, um, one of my, like, one of my homeboys, his name is Les, you time on the, the timeline. He said some stuff, and the way it was, he wrote it, it sounded a little off. And our homegirl Tasca corrected him, and he went back and forth. And a lot of men, and I say this, I mean, I stand firm in my men's situation. A lot of men will take that and they'll see that as like, I'm being attacked, so let me shut up. Or now, now I'm the bad guy, so that's crazy. He, he continued that. He continued to have the conversation. (laughs) He continued to have a conversation with Tasika and he continued to like ask her questions or say things that she would continue to like correct him. And he thanked her. He was like, yo, thank you. Because now I approach these situations completely different. And I don't, I, I commend him for that so much because he could have easily just stopped answering Tasika. He could have easily just got off the timeline and not answered. And he continued. And not only, I think a lot of men even saw that conversation and like, damn, like, yo, now this is how I need to bring it up. Or this is how I talk about it. So I respect him completely for having these conversations. And I think that men have at least one woman, one woman in their life that they trust. And hopefully that woman is emotionally intelligent and smart enough to answer these questions for you. So that way you don't look like a potato on the timeline. Like you look potato, Mr. Potato's head. (laughs) Looking like a dummy. Like so I I I like tater tots. Tater tot face. Exactly. So I just I think that men need to say something. Men need to ask questions. And y'all will men will say the people will say the dumbest of shit on the timeline, ask the dumbest of shit. The timeline we use the timeline as a joke most of the time or like as a big ass family group chat, but social media is also there really, you can research shit. You can use Google for research. You can use social media to ask questions and get real information. And granted, not every answer is going to be the right answer because everybody thinks that they are, they got PhD after their name, but you can get some really good answers that make sense. And you, so I think, I just think that, when it comes to that question to not say anything because you don't know what to say is a cop out and Loki is pussy of you because now you would rather just not say anything because you don't want to start a confrontation or you don't want to, you don't want to seem like a bad person versus going out your way and trying to learn to make sure that you are being an advocate for the people that have always been an advocate for you. So speaking directly to that, like, that's kind of what's been guiding my moral compass. Like the things that I struggle with speaking on or struggle with, like doing anything about, I ask myself, am I struggling with this because of what it means for the people I'm fighting for or because of what it means for me? And at a certain point, when you care about things, you, you have to put the work and the progression before your perception, what people think about you, how people are going to respond to you. Like, it becomes a simple matter of, is my silence and some people going 
going on feeling unseen worth me not being slandered by six accounts for the next 20 minutes. And it's like, when you weigh those options, you put it in that, those, those kind of lenses, those real world applications, it just, we don't have no reason not to speak on this time. We, I, nigga, you know me. I be on this timeline talking about all sorts of shit I don't know about. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be quiet now because I don't have the information. I'll say it. I don't have the information. And anybody who is going to challenge you or not, not challenge you, anybody who's going to put you down for saying that is someone who wants to be right more than they want to be a help. And those aren't people who are aligned with the cause in the first place. What were you going to say, sir? I said my piece already. All two of them. <laughs> I, I, I let off. I was the first one. To no, no. I'm just, I'm, that's not what I said. That's not what I was saying. Shout out, Chuck. Slap well one day. That's not what I was saying. But no, I'm, like, I'm glad that we can have these conversations. I feel like I implore men that don't feel safe on the timeline or in public forums asking these questions to hit up a homegirl, confidant, ex-girlfriend, anybody who you know will have the conversation with you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this is why you need hom- this is why you need female friends, y'all. Back that's to a full, fact. back to episode two. This is why you and need to stay moisturized in quarantine. But she gotta yeah. steal their products, yo. Mm. I went to Oprah like, hello, my hair is mad dry. Can you help me, please? She's like, are you really a baby? I've been doing mad. My homeboys have been hitting me up for like hair care videos. But um, so I think this, I think this is the start of a good conversation. Like I said, I didn't want to focus on the actual situation because I don't think us talking about it on the timeline makes sense. I do think that there is one more thing and we're probably way over, but it's fine. We're going to talk about this. Let's wait here. If you saw your homeboy doing this, because this is where everything got fishy. If you saw your homeboy is possibly doing this, how do you keep your friends accountable in these spaces that they potentially may be putting in women in positions to not feel safe? How do you hold them accountable? If you hold them accountable, because honestly, some men don't hold them accountable. I have I have two answers because I often feel like we speak to two audiences and in that um being from where I'm from and like just coming up a certain way is certain offenses that result in violence. That's it. This is one of those. So off rip, like that type of shit get back and you put that label on yourself and you put that label on the hood, you put that on label on the niggas you run with, we hooking you, we're teeing off on you. On a less problematic, more mature way to deal about things, I feel like it's up to us to have these conversations with our friends. Some of them may not know that these behaviors are coming off this way. And I feel like once you have that conversation, if it's understood, whether it's understood or not, I feel like you have to get the root, get to the root of the behavior, get to the what's driving these actions. And sometimes some niggas need help. Like I know so many, like so many of my friends are sex addicts. And we looked at them. We looked at them on some shit like, "Oh, you're lit. Like you've been getting pussy forever." But like, this is this is really something they're struggling with. And I feel like it, we have to just be more aggressive and more proactive about removing the stigma of some of these things. 
that result in the behaviors like this? Um, when it comes to issues of safe space and friends in general, individuals that I roll with, again, it, it, it has number one, I, I don't want to sound like I'm being, I don't care or anything. Like that. It depends on what the fuck the act is, right? It's different from, hey, my friend said something that Sayo may find offensive where we can sit down and have a conversation than, hey, my friends put hands on Sayo. Those are two different totally things and two different things. You have yeah, to that's make. two different extremes, right? So I can... Well, I wouldn't you still have the conversation with your homeboy? I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. You see, you about to ask the question. I wasn't even done yet. Okay, no, go ahead. Go ahead. There's two different extremes and answers to those. So, Sayak would come to me and be like, yo, your homeboy said something to me that I find offensive. And that can be addressed in a in a adult like conversation right away. Like, yo, bro, come over here. This is the sister, A, B, C, D. And we can sit down as adults and handle that. That's a conversation, something that was said that we can find doesn't really, Sai doesn't feel like punching you in the face type of words, right? Mm -hmm. Then it's different from when that line is crossed where as Will basically just said, boy, like I've seen people get, get their hands put on for stepping over that line too far. Whether they said something real, real crazy and disrespectful, or they actually touched, they actually did a physical action. They did something where to a lady and dudes got hands put on them. Mm -hmm. So it happens both ways. Again, each case, especially with something this serious, I never want to speak in generalities. I, I want to go case by case, but the standard is you always have to respect. It was have to be a safe space. That's all we need in general. If it happens with my friends, we got to know what it is. Then we find out what the hell the answer is. Bro, if you need help, you need therapy, that can go that way. If you need these hands put on you, that can go that way too. If it comes to, you need to sit down and have a conversation with the person you've offended so they can let you know exactly where you've gone wrong because you ain't jumped off the ledge yet, that can happen too. It depends on the case. It depends on everything. Kind of thing. So I hope I got what I was saying. Out. No, what you're saying makes sense. I just the only thing that I have question I have about it is, and I'm not. Wait, mute yourself real quick. Oh, my fault. No, it's fine. The only thing I like have to say about it, and I don't even think that I think that you're just talking in general. I don't even think that you specifically meant it. Is one of the things that came up on the timeline is why does it have to be? your homegirl or your sister or whoever for the conversation to happen or for you to believe them. I'm not saying that you did that, but you did say in this, in this specific instance, like if it's a conversation or like something you said to piss someone off, like, Oh, that's my sister. Let's all chill. I think that that should not be a factor. Like if a nigga's wrong, he's wrong. So whether it's some random bitch to whether it's me, not saying that I, I'm not saying that just you just said you might have just been saying homegirl because you were talking in this specific example and we're talking about me but I do think that disrespect is disrespect whether it's to me or to another woman and either any any of the situations can be teachable moments yes you're 100% right and again I was on I only gave this answer because previously we use our example previously again I use my female friends majority of the time when I speak Especially when it comes with the other gender, I'm going to use my female friends first because Sayo's who I'm a go, my female friends who I go to, like, yo, check me, let me know, yo, I'm in an argument. Do these words sound right? Like, am I bugging? And my female friends would check me. So, normally, when we have these conversations, it's like people being in our group chat, 
I normally use the people that I'm close to an example. So it does not mean I am shunning anybody I don't know. It doesn't mean if it happens and my homeboy disrespects somebody I don't know, I'm not going to check my homeboy for disrespecting somebody I don't know. Just for this example, I was just using Sayo's name because Sayo's on the podcast. I speak to you more frequently than I speak to the majority of people, things of that nature. So just to play that up. Boom. Bars, bitch. Yeah. Um, you gotta come back to me. There's nobody else to go to. Well left. Yeah, well left. I don't know where we're going. So, you don't know what do you do with when people are in these spaces? How do you have the conversation to hold your man's accountable when they may be in the space? Okay, well, I start off by saying I've been fortunate enough to, um, you know, not have ever been in this predicament. But I do think, number one, that I would check my mans immediately if I had knowledge of that, number one. Well, how does, what does checking him look like? Like stepping to him and letting him know, like, yo, that's not cool and that can't be tolerated. I want y'all to know Will took himself off a of mute to burp in the camera. It's the, it's the microphone. <laughs> I can't stand it's these real, niggas. It's real nasty. Son, the nigga took him. He was on mute. Why would he take himself off of mute to burp? Go ahead. I'm sorry, Seth. Yeah, to let him know, like, yo, that's not cool. That's not acceptable. And he can't continue to do that, mm-hmm. like, in front of any man or any... Why did, no, 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 you, you, you should have just stopped after he should continue to do that. Well, we can't hear you. You actually muted yourself after the burp, which still didn't make sense. Oh, wait. Yeah, said so anybody or any man. But then you said, no, but you said in front, he can't do that in front of anybody or any man. We still can't hear you. I don't know what happened to your, your audio. Your shit, your shit cut off. Oh, now we can hear you, I think. Can you hear me? Huh? You can hear me? Yes. Nah, I was saying nah, he can't do it, period. Like, yeah, like you, you you, said that he can't do that in front of, and that's why I'm like, you should have just stopped, he can't do that. It doesn't matter whether it's in front of a man or anybody, like, he, should, he shouldn't be doing that, period. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I meant both, but I just, that's just what happened to come out. Yeah, no, no, no you can only mean there's one. No, no. You mean one, there's no both in this. I know you half asleep, so you you not realize what no, you're saying. No, no, I'm saying that. I, I meant it as in, like, they can't do it in front of anybody. I just happened to say in front of men because we were talking about men. And <laughs> no, I expect no, no, men to step up it, when period. they see this. Where the people are dead, not they can't do it. I hate y'all make me snore. <laughs> <laughs> yo, y'all not going to realize, like, Seth is sleep. Yeah, like, guys. Yo, I'm explaining myself. What I'm saying is they cannot do it in front of anyone. I'm agreeing with y'all on that. No, no, no. They period. can't do it at all. They, they can't, can't do, do it, it period. Whether they can't people do it or not, they can't okay. do it. Period. Yes, that that's what I meant. Obviously, okay, that's what I meant. It wasn't. Obvious, I can't do so. it. Period. But what I'm saying is, like, I expect men, even like, if you don't know them, to like step step up if you see that happening. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was trying to say. Right. Like, I had to. I had to really like check myself in certain instances because I'm like, yo. Sometimes people that are bystanders are just bystanders, but me caring about my friends the way I do and the women in my life the way I do, I get mad at them. And I'm like, yo, it's not, it's not okay. So it's now more so like, 
just create an environment where that where nobody has to go through that where nobody has to feel like a victim where nobody has to feel like they were they're going to be accused of something where nobody has to feel like they stood idly by while something was going on it's like if we just take the extra few minutes and the extra precautions and just like really be people and uh, just allow our humanity to shine through and like not subscribe to preconceived notions and we can uh, make these spaces like we can like and this is why i was about to go on a tangent but i'm not but long story short is y'all not making women feel safe and that's why y'all events look the way they do not anybody in particular but just like women if when women come out men come out if you want attendance if you want attendance make women feel safe no, I, it's it's true. And the thing is, I think what you said was a really good point. And we, we are going to wrap it up because it's getting long. But what you said is a very good point, too. Like, if women do come for you, come to you, I know a lot of time men get upset at the woman. Like, yo, like, why are you not saying nothing? How you let the nigga do that? Or like some like, and it's not even like malicious. It's just like, yo. You should be standing up for yourself or you should have told me sooner so I could have beat that nigga ass or something like that. Like you should have said something. And it's so they don't realize that in this in your reaction because you're so mad that this is happening to your homegirl and it seems like you're getting mad at her that you're making the situation worse. Like something like that happened to me in the last year? Yeah. Like last year. Like a mutual friend, he got drunk, he was being OD aggressive, and he's done it before, like, we flirted before or whatever, but he was being OD aggressive in that situation, and I was like, I'm not feeling it, like, you gotta chill out, and I guess he just thought because, like, we would joke flirt before, that he could do whatever, and, like, one of my old drinks was with me, who was, he, me and him are still cool, and he saw him do it, and he was like, yo, what, what was that? And I was like, I told you to come save me and you he was like I thought you was joking and I was like no and then he's like you need to talk to him I'm like I don't no I don't I'm like I just it it was OD but he's like no you need to say something to him or I am and I'm like I don't I'm like you're putting me in a situation I'm not comfortable with and he's like yelling at me and like it was to the point where I started crying and he's like, Now you crying. He was like, You're crying, but what are you crying for? And I'm like, You don't realize you're not making this better. Like I understand right. that you're upset and you wanna defend me and things like that, but you're not making the space easier for me because whatever. And like I have luckily I have a, another homeboy who is who's a little bit more emotionally intelligent. And that's whose mutual friend it was. And he had the conversation, even though I was like, I don't think I want to have the conversation. He brought it up to the person and he was like, yo, she felt uncomfortable, blah, blah, blah. And like, he was like, he was apologetic. He didn't even realize like how, how wild he was being and things like that. And like my old friend was like, you still need to talk to him. And I'm like, why? We're, we're like, it just felt very forced. And I, I think that uh, this goes back to, so this goes back to like love languages and things like that. Like you may have the best interests in how you want to support somebody, but you need to support people how they need to be supported because it's it's selfish to it's not it is selfish even though you have the best of intentions, but it's not helpful if you don't support them in the way that is actually supported to them. 
like if you just do what is natural for your your natural way to support it's not right. helpful like that's, that that's super valid and i think there's a lot to unpack in that i think that kind of becomes the common thread in a lot of things we touched on today that becomes or that comes from like some of the things that we learned as kids that we have to unlearn and in that like for a lot of people like i always refer back to the saying if if your only tool is a hammer or your problem will be nails so when you only mm. know how to deal with something one Look way, you're gonna reverse Nailed that the two over, man and over and over well, and over. Like, Taylor. Like I've and I didn't realize it and it took a it definitely took some hard conversations and some tough realizations. But like I've been that and I didn't know that it was problematic. Like I want someone who I hold near and dear to my heart, like on a them before me kind of level like she got robbed and my first instinct was all right so we putting boots on the ground we putting people outside like if you got robbed now everybody's getting robbed that's it i don't she was like oh i don't know who did it all right so now everybody's getting robbed if you are outside you're getting robbed and it took me years to realize i never asked her if she was okay like, I thought I was doing what was supposed to be done. I was calling, like, yo, I'm, ex I'm this is where I'm at. This is what happened. If, if we'll have her stuff in two, two hours, wrap. Like, like, doing the most. But I never asked her, yo, this what is, you want me to do? This is, beyond what you want me to do, this is scary. Are you okay? Son, I can't even imagine. Like, and it's, it's just like, we gotta be more. There's a part of me that advocates for the gray space. There's a part of me that advocates for the ignorance of not knowing and for the not being experienced. But then there's a part of me that says, like, we have to be more proactive about the situations in which we aren't black and white. And we still have to have that same steadfastness and that same commitment to the things we don't like have as much information or context on as we do the things we do. Like, that's what shapes us. That's why people don't feel safe because we we very picky and choosy and we're morally flexible. Okay. Does anybody else have anything to add to this? I think this was a good convo. I'm very proud of y'all for being open because this is a very tricky subject. Um, so let's do our sign off. And Ty probably um, came back to shit like these motherfuckers still talking. Time making bacon again. Let's I got start. a six a.m. white jean yoga class in the morning. You right? No shirt. You right? <laughs> 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 yeah, I hate time. Why would time pop back up on the podcast? Yeah, also, if you are on the podcast and you don't know quite where to go, where to when to to start your fitness goals, hit Ty. And he gonna show you where to get the best Jamaican white jeans. So. Facts. You would have the best white jeans, Why did he say facts to and I a six pack. You can't Straight jeans and fit it. I can't. I now so can Seth waking up. up. <laughs> Yo, Will, get off my head, please. So Seth is up now. I know. We'll start with Seth so he can go to sleep. Yeah, I'm tired. Sleep just cooling. Sleep just cooling. <laughs> sleep Seth just cooling. Seth, Seth just sleeping. 
<laughs> Sleep Energy Podcast. I can't. Coming to coming to a silk pillowcase near you. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Sail bun nice. Bye. Yeah, she threw her. She went and from the long though, and luscious. We to watched that. We watched Sayo make the bun. She ain't put no sock in it. Nope, she got hands. Now, mm. no sock. Inches. Inches. Okay. I can't. I look crazy. Um, this is Sayo. I'm saying goodbye. Make sure that y'all make safe spaces for your friends, whether it be your female friends to be out and enjoy themselves or your male friends to be able to have these conversations and vice versa too because just be a safe space for your friends and for anybody be a safe be a safe space period that's it and stop sending unsolicited dick pics y'all somebody just told me they got one that's all oh yo i was smacked the other day i did some crazy shit not on some unsolicited shit but just on some like ability shit (laughs) <laughs> physical ability shit yo oh man we try to tell you that shit that shit was yo oh man i was like holy shit what the fuck is going on but it's your boy polo will purple label said appreciate my boy first to buy do rag model same energy podcast pay the women free the hoolies tell them this country work we love them that's it and don't make my homegirls sad because sad backwards is that and that's your ass <laughs> That's what we call a Fendi, you dig? Two Fs, a fucking Fendi. I'll flip the F out like Cindy. We ain't even talk about Drake album, but you know, y'all got. Thank God. Energy Podcast episode 36.5 is going to be me talking about Drake album for six hours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stefan, right, Stefan, sign off, please. It's your boy. It's not really your boy. Bob, same energy podcast, you know the name, you know the vibe, you know the gang, get your Bonnie game up, Bonnie gang number four, spring 2020 initiate, rock solo, holla at me, Jojoba Oil Incorporated is what we do out here, get the ho Ho-ho-ba. set up. ho 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 all right, we out of here. Stop, stop, stop making bacon. Oh, they can't. Stop making bacon. 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 Oh, thank you. Elite. She going Elite. solo on us. She going solo. Nah, she, yeah, she going solo. But that's the gag. The way that's you that, that's what, nah, the way you did the whole list the of topics and made it smooth and transitioned. It was fire. Nah, that's just what we pumped into the industry. We pumped into the industry that she going solo. But she going to go solo. I'm going to be head creative director. Y'all going to be security. The whole gang is in the building. So yeah, she going to be security. Nigga said security. He gave me the bum job. Nigga, nigga, said, nigga said you have no other talents. <laughs> no, I gave y'all a job that y'all honestly would want. Like, let's be real. <laughs> like, let's think about it. These are the jobs y'all want. Like, let's have the conversation. <laughs> Yo, Ty, come and do a sign off. We, we miss you. Yeah, thanks. We, we're not having a conversation. Well, shut up. Wow, Ty really deaded us. He, he went away. He said, mm, all right, took too long. Yeah, he's not coming right. back out. All you right. know Ty booked and busy. He on six different podcasts. Exactly. Right he probably got 17 Zoom calls open right now. 
And he teaching a stretching class. I can't. Goodbye. For, All right. Bye. I love y'all. To make bacon. All right. Good night. Love I love y'all. <laughs> Bye. Bye. How to stretch? How to stretch the bacon? The best way to stretch your turkey. How to make your turkey bacon last in COVID nineteen? <laughs> <laughs> nah, get off the phone. Get off right now. That's how we have to hang out. Goodbye. Bitch ass nigga, why don't you just pull up and keep that same that energy? Same energy, energy. Go to the fucking Wendy's, dope. Before I turn this whole ride upside down, nigga, you talking to the big blood, big nigga. Blood, nigga. Hello. Hello. Hello.